Ready? Born ready. Let's get right. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? All right, all right. We about to get started. Um, hey man, episode two hundred. Live pod, live pod. Uh, before we get started, let me get comfortable. This, this jacket a little heavy. You know what I'm saying? Tell me, Kai. Now, um, I don't do this, you know what I'm saying? I'm behind the scenes, I'm producer Keith, if y'all didn't know. Um, but before we uh, bring Eldridge out, I just wanted to say that y'all look amazing, right? Uh, thank you for the love and the energy. There's a lot of people in the building today that we're not here without y'all. Um, and everybody who came, it's like, it's like love, you know, it's like I can feel the love in the air. So uh, round of applause for everybody that's in here. Uh, DJ Knotts, holding it down, we appreciate you. Uh, we had some hiccups along the way, but we don't get to episode 200 without persevering, without uh, coming through. All right, so uh, hopefully everybody registered. If y'all registered and y'all got y'all lanyards, if y'all did not, you can still go to the website register, get your lanyard. We have some special gifts, giveaways, prizes that we're gonna do. Um, some special stuff we're gonna do towards the end of the podcast and announcements. Uh, but how y'all feeling today? Let me hear some energy, let me get some energy. There we go, there we go, there we go. Um, now, I got a question. Who's a day one listener? Like, raise your hand if you was a day one. There we go, we got some day ones in the building. That's what's up, that's what's up, that's what's up. Now. Um, if you're not a day one listener, raise your hand if you enjoy the podcast. If you like what we've been producing so far, so far, appreciate it, appreciate it. Now, um, before we bring Eldridge out, I need to know if y'all are some real fans. Are y'all real fans? Yeah. All right, because if y'all are real fans, y'all are going to need to know exactly what to say when I say this statement, when I make this statement, and you say it with me, this is what's gonna bring Eldridge out. All right? So y'all ready? Yeah. Nah, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, nah, hold on, nah, hold on, hell nah. Uh, we having some day ones, and y'all know what to say. There we go, all right? So when I say y'all ready, y'all know what to say. So, are y'all ready? All right.
Check, check. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, man, first of all, it ain't Wednesday, bitch, y'all know. Um, we love y'all. Y'all look amazing, man. Can we give a round of applause for everybody in this room? Um, it's been a long time coming, so before I get started, I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going to give some thank yous, right? Uh, one, let me just shout out to all the Patreon supporters. I see y'all in the room. Patr Patronies, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Thank you so much for keeping this thing going. Um, my mom and my dad, where y'all at? Where my mom and dad at? My mom right there, I seen my dad early. You know, you know, they've been hearing, y'all just started listening. They've been hearing me talk trash my, they whole life, you know what I'm saying? So this is something that came natural. Uh, shout out to my beautiful auntie, favorite auntie in the room. She in here. My brother Brian in the room. His father been mentoring me since I was 15. Sean is in the room. Sean, he is a big part of this. Man, uh, but my team, can we just give a round of applause to Cody, Cal, you know what I'm saying? Everybody that put this event together, these guys that put up with me every week, it ain't always easy. Uh, and last but not least, man, can we just give it up for the hottest podcast producer in the game, Keith Haygood II, man. We would not be here if it wasn't for Keith. Let me just tell y'all that. In 2014, 2015, um, I had a company called Spendify. Everybody remember Spendify? So Keith was the first uh, paid, unpaid volunteer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we were not paying him, but he was showing up every day and really to support it. But I listen to music when I work. Keith listens to um, podcasts. I didn't know what a podcast was. Podcast was that purple app that you delete on the phone for most space. That's what, a, that's what a podcast was for me. And Keith used to always tell me, this This back in 2015, hey bro, you need to do a podcast. And I was like, I don't know what that is, I'm good. Bro, you need to do a podcast. He kept asking me. So one day I finally gave in, finally gave in, and we didn't have no equipment. So when you see this, this is a blessing, because when we first started, we were still in studio time. <laughs> It was the studio that we had access to. We would get in about 2 o'clock in the morning. We were recording at 12 at midnight. 12 like, at midnight. It was horrible, man. Like, And the audio sucked. <laughs> See, that's the first podcast intro right there. Y'all didn't listen. Y'all didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> this just sound horrible. What's up, people? This is your boy Eldridge, a.k.a. Made Man, and welcome to the Made Life Podcast. This is episode one. I'm super, super excited to get into Sound it. Sound young. We got a lot of things to talk about, <laughs> a lot of stuff to discuss and go over. The wait is over, people. We've been waiting on this for a long time, and I'm officially here, so tune in each and every week. We're going to drop this episode, a new episode and honestly, the made life, y'all already know, it's about being motivated, adults developing excellence in your family, your community, and yourself. So we're going to talk about all those things. But before I get into that, man, just really just want to give y'all an update on my made life, what's going on with me. Um, big shout oh, out that, to that, the that. new official Mr. and Mrs. Taggart. Uh, my little sister Winnie got married last week. Wow. Man. So that's that's that's, that's how long it's been. So my sister got married a week after I started this podcast. 
And I play, we played that for a couple of reasons. Today we threw this event for uh, five different people. You got a tag on your uh, neck right now. So the first person, we played it for the listener. If you got the listener tag, put your hand up in the air, the listeners. These are people, you don't want to do a podcast, but you rock with us and you here to support, and we thank y'all. Uh, the next person is the dreamer. Where my dreamers at? The dreamer, the people that they know they're supposed to be on this microphone. They know they're supposed to be talking. This event is definitely for you. Uh, one of my favorite categories is the struggler. Any strugglers in here? You recording? Like, being consistent, not being consistent? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're here. This is definitely for you. Uh, where the doers at? We dropping every week. I know a couple of y'all. We drop. Give it up. Give it up for the doers in here. And then last but not least, the goats. Uh, those that have been doing it 100 plus. Um, that is you. Yeah, that's you, what? So, so we're doing it for all five of those people. We said, me and Keith, we were talking like, how can we really, I wish I would have knew you. I'm used to looking at Keith, not y'all. So like, I know. Like can this. I pie it like this? <laughs> but um, no, we said, when we, when we sat down, we said we wanted to do an event that one, we can show some love to some people. We wanted to, uh, to um, educate some people, inspire some people, give something away. And then lastly, we wanted to really offer something tangible. So today, I can tell you a couple of things gonna happen. One, somebody's gonna walk away with some brand new podcast equipment. Um, yeah, yeah, give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up. Uh, two, uh, everybody's getting a car. <laughs> 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 look up under your chair, look up under your chair. Uh, now, nah, but uh, two, uh, <laughs> two, we hope we can get some real information, but three, we are actually going to produce a podcast for somebody in this room. You know what I'm saying? So somebody gonna walk away with a podcast today. Y'all ain't excited enough for me, because y'all get to start, start the game fresh. So um, mm -hmm. what we gonna do, I actually got some guests, but they ain't here yet. We, um, until they get here, we're just going to dive into with y'all, man. In my day ones, can, can we get somebody on the microphone? I want to hear, like, what was your episode, your favorite episode, your favorite moment? That one thing that you heard on the Jess Elders podcast, it could have been a clip, it could have been an episode that really just inspired you. And grab the microphone. Grab the microphone. You can grab the mic. No, not that one. It's, it's a microphone right now. Uh, you grab the microphone. <laughs> All right, so let me tell y'all the episode that uh, she's talking about. We did an episode to commemorate and honor our great leader, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> 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 brother, where are the brothers like, like Kevin saying? Let me say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies, don't, don't talk to them niggas. No, my so, got no sense. Don't talk to them <laughs> niggas. But nah, so like, so Kevin Samuels, like that, that was one episode with Kevin Samuels. The reason why that was is important because his message, it was, uh, shout out to Sean. Sean is doing a documentary right now uh, that's about to come out on Kevin on. Samuels. And the documentary is talking about what was the impact of his message. Did it bring us together? Did it separate us? Was it divisive? What is it helpful? One thing it did do, it showed a lot of triggers. And I like the internet was split in half. Like some brothers liked them, some didn't like them. I'm indifferent with Kevin. Like some stuff I like, 
but I just didn't. It's it's a couple of things I didn't like when he was just pushing in the relationship about the sisters. I'm a mama's boy. I got four sisters. But this is what the podcast was about. The podcast was about really breaking down um, just the uh, divisive conversations and the topics that really kind of separate us. That's what we want to do. So I want to, uh, as we do this, I want to give away some of them prizes too for the people that get on the mics. You got some of them prizes? Yeah, they're right, right, right there. Yeah, All right, some, cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, but I think they were on the episode where we recorded in that uh, other studio space, and I think I forgot to hit record. That's before you <laughs> moved up in the world, Eldridge. That was one of the yeah, early that's, episodes. That's like the very first one they were on. That was episode. So and you moved we, up uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> you got space. I forgot to hit record. And you know, hey, man, you know, Shit players mess up sometimes. Yeah, so, so, one, on your journey of podcasting, you're going to mess up. You're going we to mess up. We recorded the entire episode. It was beautiful. It was good. Keith did not press record. I did. I no. thought I did because I normally have a bad... I mean, listen to the episode. I explain myself. But... Uh, yeah, so what we did was Eldridge, and if y'all listen to episode 199, y'all heard how important we are about the consistency. Um, he said we can't miss a week, bro. So if we got to stay up right now till 2 a.m. and record an episode, let's just record it and get it out so we stay consistent. So we stayed up till 2 in the morning, uh, put out that episode. That's episode 6. Um, players mess up sometimes. And then we try to recreate it, right? So we try to have the same people come together and redo the episode. Uh, podcasting tip two. You can't recreate the magic. It <laughs> Once it's gone, happen. it's gone. Like, don't try to recreate a subject. Don't try to recreate a conversation. That's why we got a phrase what we say, save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. Because a lot of times you had a conversation on mic, then you get on mic and it's absolutely done. And we're like, bro, like, save it for the pod, keep it for the people, make it fresh. So that's definitely tip number two. Anybody else? What's another uh, topic, another episode that stood out to you? And we can pass the mic. Yeah, on, on, you can pass the mic around to somebody. Um, my favorite episodes uh, were Brothers Got Something to Say. Come on, give it up for the brother got something to say. <laughs> I mean, it was very informative, and um, you made me laugh. It was hysterical. So yeah. brothers got something to say. Brothers got something to say. That was our that was our episodes where we said we wanted one sisters are always asking questions about brothers online, and I feel like they never get a real authentic answer. You know, there's always question me y'all know the question. They be like men only answer this, and then it's a whole comment full of women. Y'all don't seen it online. So what we want to do is recreate this uh, in the podcast. We wanted to say, all right, let's bring some brothers in the room and let's just have some real conversation. And it's, it, it divides all divides. It's different ages. It's different economic backgrounds. It's different religions. It's different faiths. And Brothers Got Something to Say became one of our favorite. Uh, why Black Man Why? Why Black Man Why? Then we, then we created Sisters Got Something to Say. But Why Black, Black Man, Man Why? why? It became its own original podcast because it was so well received. So yeah. that's what's up. Let's give her a prize. Let's give her a prize. Let's give her a prize. Yes, yes, yes. Let me get uh thank you, thank you. Yeah, anybody else? Anybody else? Favorite episode, favorite moment. 
It's your boy Eldridge, and you are tuning into the Just Eldridge podcast, the greatest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. And I want to make a fucking announcement. Uh huh. We are at episode twenty. Man, we out here working. We out here working. 20 weeks in a row, nothing but spectacular, impeccable, and phenomenal, juicy, entertaining content. <laughs> I just got to give a round of applause to my boy, Keith, of New Voices Production. New Voices Production doing their thing, man. We done came a long way. Started from the bottom, now we hit episode 20. I got to talk my talk because Joe Budden just broke into 300s. <laughs> and he was talking his talk like, he was like, yeah, nigga, we had 300 episodes. I'm like, that's damn. A lot. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. I'm like, can y'all imagine that just Elder's 300th episode? Mm. I might start putting out like five-minute episodes just so I can get, yeah, just, just so can get to the number. I released five episodes this just week to get to the number. <laughs> just to get to the number. Look, man, before we get started, let me just do this. Let me thank you. Hey, yeah, man, that was episode man. 20, man. Episode 20, man. One, tip number three, knowing that you got to see that you, you got to see that you get there. We tell people, Stava's in the room right now. Can we give a shout-out to Stava? She hosts our political podcast, uh, Where the Party At? And we tell people, like, you have to commit to at least 52 episodes. If you can't commit to 52 episodes before you start, it's not going, like, you're not going to get there. So we knew at episode 20 we were going to get here. Like, mm -hmm. I can already see us in the 500s because I see what it's doing for it. But our first guest uh, just got here. We're about, to bring, we're about to bring our first guest up real fast. Hold one second. She texting me, she parking. Huh? Uh-uh, hold on. Is she parking? I know, right? Exactly. Now, I apologize about the parking, y'all. We working, the Russell Center, we working. We working right now, I apologize. But in lieu of that, this person I want to bring up on the stage right now, uh, if you listen to the podcast, he's been our number one listener. I mean, our number one visited guest on the podcast. He has came on, I believe, how many times? Over 20. 20 times. Point, about 20 times. At this time, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Mr. Maul. Y'all give it up, give it up. Now look, Maul, this is what I call the voice of reason. <laughs> so Maul is that person, and y'all don't hear this on the mic because we edit it out. But <laughs> Maul is that person when we go all the way over the edge and we start talking too crazy, Maul the person like, hey man, we need to, we need to edit that, we need to edit that. <laughs> so that's why I bring Maul on some of the times because he the person that keep me not getting canceled. All right, Maul, how you sure. feeling, man? Man, I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked right now but it's all good it's all good it's love it's love it's love man look so we we had to have you here because you have been somebody on this journey that's been super supportive somebody that's been a friend uh what's the one thing why do you always support why are you here what do you see in the just other podcast that makes you continue to invest the way you do it's the energy it's the um, consistency uh and honestly it's for me it's the it's the brotherhood uh mm -hmm. E and Keith 
you know, like like that's a, a dynamic duo and just your engine. Actually, actually, when I met you, you remember when we Gathering spot. <laughs> we were still in Alvis at the uh at the gathering. <laughs> yeah. Me and Ma we we did a lot one of time of us, stolen. Hey look, we could we couldn't afford a membership to the gathering spot. So, so we just show up as a guest every day. Every day. <laughs> every day guest. <laughs> No, but um, but it's it's just the the consistency, the energy that y'all have, and just um, what y'all do for the community as well, and the other brothers that y'all bring around. So that and uh, you raw and uncut. You you say shit that I wouldn't say, you know. What I'm saying? So I, I appreciate that. He like he like that red that I I ain't gonna call him devil. That red angel on the other side. You know what I'm saying? But no, it's it's the energy and the brotherhood. And the consistency that y'all have, brother, we appreciate, yeah, it, appreciate man. it, man. Uh, appreciate the uncut, man. Like, here's the thing: we don't have real media in the sense of, like, un like one thing I love about our podcast. We say we talk about what business, community, God, and what porn. porn. <laughs> we talk about everything in between because there are not enough platforms where people are being uh, authentic, one hundred percent authentic, genuine. If you listen to my podcast, I grew up in the church, so you will hear a conversation. We will bring a pastor on. We will bring a, a, a praise and worship director on. Like, I believe in black women. That's why the entire month of March, it was nothing but sisters. Shout out to all the sisters that was on the podcast. That made it, be that made it better. Um, during Look, during COVID, I think we were the perfect source of information yeah. for COVID. Like, like information COVID, and some misinformation. Hey, it was it was definitely some misinformation. Like, <laughs> keep uh, what we call a um, COVID denier. <laughs> no, no, I was hey, listen. No, hold on, how you identify? I identify <laughs> as vaccinated, so I wasn't even tripping when it all went down. <laughs> and I already know how Governor Kemp get down. You know, me and him be texting. He already told me he wasn't shutting the city down. Right. So when you if you was listening to the podcast, you already knew. Just keep going outside because it wasn't nothing shut down. That one week in Atlanta. We shut down for one week. One week. And I'm gonna tell y'all, <laughs> if you go back, if you go back, you listen to my episodes of COVID, man. I got it so wrong. <laughs> like, like, you know, that's the beautiful thing about podcasts. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. And I was wrong with COVID. I thought this was D-Day. I started planting a garden. <laughs> I started Y'all remember if you follow you, me on social media? a garden. I started a you garden. You bought that survival pack where you can like heat your food up with like, the canned food. I up. thought it was gonna be your favorite rapper in the soup kitchen line. Yeah. Like for real, for real. That's what I seen. Like I was like, oh snap. But then that's when we start bringing the doctors on because we always say on our podcast, if we don't have the answers, we'll find someone that does. And that's why we brought the doctors on and they started telling us. I think they told us some wrong information too. No, I, I, I they, they told us the information to keep us safe because I, I didn't catch it not one time. So I listened <laughs> to what they were saying. You sure? I'm positive. Okay. And then uh, we also had the uh, psychiatrist on because they were talking about those relationships during COVID. Oh yeah, because a lot of people was uh, either doubling down on the relationships or they were bumping heads because yeah. we're stuck in this house. Did anybody relationship struggle during COVID? Nobody. They, they, you ain't gonna admit it. There's some real folks in the building. There's some real folks in the building. I'm talking about. Hey, look, we stuck in that house and you got nowhere to go, guys. <laughs> hey, hey, look, it was, no, we had a psychologist come on and he talked about it. Like, my homeboy, he, he came on, he had an episode where it was talking about, uh, what was the name of the episode? Uh, we talking I'm, I'm having a problem with the woman that I love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. he lost his job during COVID. So he was no longer a breadwinner. And he said everything he did to his woman got on her nerves. <laughs> like, he's... He said he started chewing in the house. It got on her nerves. 
My boy said he, started too loud. he started. He said he started dipping his Doritos in water before he ate them. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so bad so like that was a beautiful thing about that journey that's like just going back and tracking the things that's in there man uh shout out uh to my mentor that just came in the building Derek Bozeman in the back if you know me you know Derek if you see Derek you see me that is Batman I am Robin yeah. <laughs> like uh, no and, it, and it's uh the Derek it's special to me because that's how I found Eldridge. Mm. Because my uncle put me on to Derek's show. Uh, he said, y'all listen to all this rap, you know, listen to some talk radio, W-A-O-K. So I'm listening, listening, listening. Um, Eldridge is doing a maid event and he was doing something for black fathers. Right. Everybody know me, they know I have children, I'm a big advocate for black fathers. So boom, I'm there and I meet this brother and the energy was crazy. And then since then, we was just bumping into each other, bumping into each other. To the point where I'm like, bro, I believe in what you're doing. I'm rocking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if it went for DB's show and him letting Eldridge go on the microphone, I don't know if he even here today. And let me put it all together. I was in here. Where Mr. Griffin at? Where Mr. Griffin? Is Mr. Right Griffin now. still here? That, yes, that brother sir. right there, y'all changed my life. That black man right there. Uh, you know how you uh, got a whole bunch of jobs and then you... Uh, Got one good, uh, one good, uh, what they call it, uh, reference, yeah. <laughs> job reference. Uh, that's your one. So that's my one that's good one. reference. So I used to date Mr. Griffin' daughter. <laughs> so, and uh, I remember, when, I remember when we met, and uh, Mr. Griffin, uh, her daughter, his daughter, was like, "Hey, you, you remind me so much of your dad, of my dad." And I just thought that was the weirdest line. I was like, "Hey, you ain't gotta say nothing like that." But I met him. And me and Mr. Griffin, we clicked instantly. Like, uh, I remember we went to lunch. And after that, every time we hung out, I was like, hey, your daddy want to go to lunch? So I'm riding with her the dad all the time, and he doesn't listen to music. He listened to something called Too Much Truth with Derek Bozeman on the radio. And Mr. Griffin introduced me to Derek, and that's how a lot of this got started. So another thing, another thing is just about the power of that media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It really comes through. Um, I, I, I think it's very interesting, though, that y'all still have a relationship, because are you, are you still dating her? Oh, no. Dig through the crates. Dig through the crates. Look, we got this saying. We got this saying. We say dig through the crates, y'all. We at episode 200. So, so we have 200 episodes <laughs> for you guys. I mean, read the description. If you read the description, it's going to tell you what... The episode yeah. is, so you can kind of find what In 200 find. episodes, I think I got at least 150 relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I probably had about 100 hey, cars. And look, and look, yeah, he got 100 cars, uh, uh, a few kids. <laughs> kids, yeah, maybe. Extra, <laughs> extra kids. Uh, <laughs> you know. Shout out. So, uh, that, that's <laughs> so uh, no, we, we're not. But... It does speak to, you know, mentorship. You know, right. like, it's he was just somebody that really was impactful, and it really just, our relationship was just really strong, and I'm glad you, it's still here, brother. Um, but I will tell you, that's the only father I ever been that cool with. Dads hate me. <laughs> now, moms, I'm a killer. <laughs> well, moms, they love me, you know what I'm saying? But but dads, I struggle with a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I got, a, uh, I got, I got better. With time, that's when I got older, I got a little wiser, and you know, I got a phrase that I live by now, you know what I'm saying? I'm when listening. it comes to me dating, what you, you know got? what I'm saying? Mothers adore me. Okay. So I say, fathers like me, uh -huh. 
mothers adore me, uh-huh. brothers respect me, okay. and sisters want me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the formula <laughs> to all of this. <laughs> Oh but my God. but uh, nah, man, this this journey uh, of the 200 episodes has been fun. I know when I started, I wanted to um, do a couple of things. I wanted to want a uh, creative expression. Um, this is something that my mom and dad always um, instilled in us. One thing my mom said she didn't accept when we were younger was, I don't know. Like that's the one answer you couldn't give. You could give anything, but you could, you always had to have some type of answer. And I, and I think it I think it found I think it made us because if you meet any of my siblings, we all very expressive. You know what I'm saying? And uh, my mom and dad just did a really good job of instilling that confidence. So I think the podcast for me was the first time where I got to be 100% who I wanted to be because typically you see me in one lane. Everybody in here me know me for one reason or another, whether you know me from the activism world, uh, the church world, the business world. Uh, but the podcast was at one time where I could be completely just Eldridge, you know. And that name was actually on accident, too. <laughs> yeah. Like my old, I was made man. I like that better, but that page got hacked. <laughs> by uh, one of those, uh, those Dick through the crate Dick through the crate one of those 150 uh, relationships <laughs> so I no longer got that page back but just Elders worked out man so uh, Ma another uh, another what's your favorite episode out of all episodes we've done man I I think uh, ooh, 200 200 Favorite one? I, I have to pick one that I'm on. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got to be biased. Got to be. Got to be biased. Um, the Kanye. The Kanye. Oh yeah. The that Kanye. Which fourteen? Um, nah. Nah. The one that was just Kanye. It was just we just did Kanye. The whole. The mm-hmm. whole. I think it was right after. Uh, he came to Atlanta. Right, right after, yeah, Raise right your hand if you don't cancel Kanye. It's done. <laughs> Y'all still some, it's still some still supporters some, still in some here. Supporters that but yeah, that's what that episode. Why? Why that episode for you? Uh, because like the the back and forth of understanding, like we we really dived into the hurt behind him and what he's done to the people, but we still rocking on the music side. And then actually, you was uh, bringing up the um the uh, the album, the, the actual gospel album yeah. that that you really really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Anybody yeah. listen to the Kanye gospel album? Like, yeah, it was it's, good. A, it's, it's a good. Like, album. You know what I'm saying. So regardless of how you his, feel about how, it. how you feel about it, the music is the the music is the music. But uh oh, you we gonna you, do it? I give her a microphone. Let's talk about it. That's what that's what we gonna do. Right. No, you love the artist music. Say, <laughs> get her a microphone. You love, <laughs> you love, hey, you love the mic, artist music. Uh oh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you get the mic. Came on earlier, she had a song with R. Kelly on the four one one. I was jamming like a motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie. And what's your name again for the crowd? Cody put the right, camera on her. I was like, damn, we had a camera for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's your name again for the crowd? But y'all, if y'all listening to this in the future. Now look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't compare Kanye West music to R. Kelly. I wouldn't compare him either. But it's also like if you. You have to. You get to a point in life where you want to separate the artist from the music, music because we right. love the music so much. Right. And so that's just another example of like, damn. Yeah. Nigga, I really don't like you, but 
But the music's so good. That's crazy. Yeah, and they like, made the music. So you, you, you like really want to play it, but you want to look around and see who, who rocking with you or not. That's, that's really you, all it is. That's all I'm saying. My yeah. brother said he got something to say. He's still like R. Kelly. Yeah. Give him the microphone. R. Kelly naturally, though. Get, he, I got he said he was listening out there for all the fans. He was listening to R. Kelly on the way up, up here. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm saying oh. counsel. I don't care what R. Kelly made. Oh, damn. All Kanye did was piss off some. People. <laughs> listen, listen. This is awesome people. I mean, R. Kelly was out here touching kids. I'm not going to say what let's race, talk. what people, let's talk uh, so, doctor. I, so what you saying? What you saying hospital, you saying you still rocking with Kanye? Yeah, like the trial like ain't Yeah, because he just he just hurt some people, uh, people feelings. Like when well, we talking about women who got touched by R. Kelly, like. And their parents set them up for that. Like that's a whole cult of just. I'm not on the stage defending R. Kelly. I don't want to say that. Let me just be clear. Like, cut him, Mike. You said you want to stay with him. You said you want to stay with him. We parted. I'm gonna say what I said. Respond. She had two drinks. Let me catch your mic. Then you have Kanye, who's a Trump supporter, who walked around talking about touching women by the pussy. So let's be. Okay, let's see. All right, look, we gonna we gonna uh. Where my, we where, cut that mic. Where Cal at? Cut that mic. Cut that mic. We need somebody to grab that microphone. Grab hey, that I just want y'all to know this. Is, somebody with a just uh, asked me to hey, do son. Hey. Do son. Come help your boy hey. out. And no hey, more look. drinks for her. Hey, look. Cut her off. I want to She didn't have too many producer keys. <laughs> Put it over there. We we got, appreciate that. This is why we hold it. I, I want to let y'all know this is an open bar event. So I apologize. <laughs> Fans. But now, oh to your point, the, the, to your, I'll tell you where I met with Kanye. One, Kanye, I didn't, because I didn't go to school, you know, his first album and was College, college Dropout. Dropout. Right, right. Like, that was the era, like, let's just be, have a real conversation. I came out of high school in 08. Yeah. 08 was still the very end where college was the end all be all. Yeah. If you didn't go to college, you were immediately a bum. Yeah. Like straight up. Like I, I remember telling people like they were like, Oh man, I love all the stuff you're doing. Where you where you go to school? Yeah. And I like, I ain't go to school. Like, man, if you don't go to college cause that was the thing you had to do. So right, right. when Kanye West dropped the uh college, college dropout, dropout yeah. he was the first person that really uh started the conversation in our community about is college necessary. Right. Shortly after that, Mark Zuckerberg came out that dropped out of Harvard. Yep. After Mark Zuckerberg, uh uh what's uh Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah. All the, and then next yeah. thing you know, the entrepreneur wave blew up about 2011, 2012. And again, I graduated in 08 and I was paying attention to my class. Mm -hmm. So all my classmates looking at me like, bro, you trying to start your own business. Like it broke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but in 2012 it, it caught up. Now mm -hmm. the entrepreneur wave is here. So one that's one reason why me and Kanye, Kanye has always had that bond. But two, the music. His right. music has been a soundtrack. If you listen to uh, uh, Family Business, yeah. my favorite Kanye West song, anybody knows anything about me and how I love my family, that song talks about every black family. Yep. We all got the cousin that got locked up, right? Yep. If you did it, and then you did it. And if you say you didn't, that's family business. You know what I'm saying? That's that's Kanye. We got that. So we, just say, if they making slaps, then you don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? As long as the music is good, as long as the vibe is good, you don't care what the artist is doing. You don't care if they beating their wife. You don't care if they stealing money. You don't care if they smoking, drinking, fornicating. You don't care about none of nah, it because the slaps that. go hard. Come on. Say, Come on. That. As long as you just talking. <laughs> Well, you just gotta be talking. You can't be doing that. Kanye was just talking. Okay. Like, okay. Kanye was too my, much talk. He okay. my mentally ill cousin. 
Yeah. I just had to know where the line was cut off at. Yeah, like he my mentally ill cousin that I can talk about, but you can't. You know what I'm saying? So question for the audience. What would make you cancel an artist? Anybody? Somebody hand the mic. Where? Uh, yeah, yeah, hand the mic. Yeah, go, there you go, Sean. What does in there with it? Yeah. Um, nothing would make me cancel an artist. Because as an artist myself, I understand that an artist's job is to entertain me. Their personal life and what they do is of no consequence to me. That's why I really hate this cancel culture bullshit. Because we are judging people based on what they do in their personal life as if we are, as if we are not flawed ourselves. That's, 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 that's the hypocrisy of society. And no one's really up in arms and want to cancel someone until someone else does. So we are a society of fucking followers and that don't use our own brains. So nothing will make me cancel an artist. There you go. Could he only cancel okay. black people? Hey, y'all give it up for the leader of the R. Kelly Yo, fan R. Kelly, club. Step in the name of love. Yeah. I, I heard Step that in his voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Step in the name of love. That my voice, brother? I just want to make sure that's still my voice, brother. I kind of agree with what you said because, like, if I choose them as an artist, I choose them for what they do. Who said that? Stand up, brother. Who said that? You, you like R. Kelly, too? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you, buy, if you buy an artist's album and you make a mistake, he ain't gonna come to your house and take his music out your phone, is he? Yeah, you're right. So, why yeah. you feel you deserve to take money out of his mouth because you don't like his personal decision what he do behind closed doors? Mm. Any opposing, any opposing yeah, thoughts? Yeah, grab that mic. Come to this sister right here in the front. Come to this sister. She look like she about to cut some hey, out. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and she pulling the pencil. She might swing on you. I got something to say. Hey, look, she might swing on you, bro. She got that. She got. She got that. I know how. She got that. I know how to cut haircut. Let go. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cancel everyone who molests children. I don't care if you're an artist, a doctor. A lawyer, my cousin, you are canceled mm. if you molest children. Period. That's all I got. That must be serious. Yeah. <laughs> Let go. Go on this side. Go on this side. Go on this side, real fast. Armand, you you want part of the team? You work. You, you work here. <laughs> you don't get to talk. Nah, you. you canceled. <laughs> please, please. All right, state your name. State your name, brother. Hey, what's happening, man? How long work. you been listening to the podcast? I've been listening to the podcast about, let me see, about 24 hours, but I listen. Yo, yeah, what's up? Yo, yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's up? about 24 real, episodes. Real, real. Am I, am I about 24 episodes in. You got to start. You got to start. My, my favorite episode, I think it was uh, something about chasing money in the bag, chasing... Chasing money Ooh, or what you do oh, for money oh, or something. Anything for the bag. Anything, anything for, for the, the bag. bag. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, keep going. What's your, what's your right, thought? Cool, cool. So uh, I got a podcast too, but uh, let's talk about this. Let's shout talk your about podcast out. Shout out for the yeah, shout, uh, out. shout out to City Boy Podcast. We are going to ride the way. Yes, right, sir. Right. Okay, okay. All right, City Boy's in the bed. That made right. his podcast toxic. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he listened to future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, my stance is this is really deep if we want to dive into it. Uh, we want to talk about how we judge people, and I believe that. We are all full of sin. You know, we all do wrong. Even if it's a Come white on, lie, nobody is perfect. So I try to my best ability not to judge people for their actions, but I do, and I and I and I want to stand on this. I do um, 
know how to move around the people that do things that I don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you're doing something that I don't agree with, I'm going to stay away from you. So if that's listening to your music, I'm not going to listen to your music. If that's not coming around you and your friends, I'm not going to come around you and your friends. But at the same time, I'm going to respect you and respect what you're doing, and I'm going to keep it moving. So I don't think it's a um, – I'm not going to – Go bash your page, and I think that's what canceling does, right? We say, well, we're gonna attack this person for what they did, and we're gonna just get rid of all that money and their income and their strings. I don't wanna do that. I'm just gonna let you exist in your space, and I'm existing mine. That's it. Yeah, he got a podcast. Yeah. He got a podcast. Yeah, he he got a podcast. Like a rapper. I know uh, your homegirl told you about it. Yeah, your homegirl told you about the City Boys podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. State your name, sister. Let us know if you got a podcast too. What's going on, family? It's your girl, Just K for real, checking in once again as I do quite so often. Okay. Yeah, I have a show, right? <laughs> she ready. <laughs> Everybody tuning in to Slip Radio, Slip Without the Eye, because I am never slipping. SLP Radio. Hello. Hey. When y'all want me up there, I'm coming too. All right. But um, my feedback on the topic is um, I'm very particular about what I choose to receive. And so canceling to me isn't necessarily I need to tell everybody in the world not to listen to you, but if I'm going to be honest about what you're doing, that's what I'm going to do. Right. If someone asks me, why don't you listen to, and I love Kanye, to whoever, sorry, y'all. But um, if someone is like, why don't you listen to Kanye, then it's I'll share it then. But I don't feel the need to push it. However, I don't welcome anything that's not good for me and mine into my vicinity. Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up. I like that, I like that. Can we play? Get get this brother right here real fast, then we're going to get in. We'll end it with this brother. Peace, peace. Everybody, my name is Michael Soul. You better have a podcast. Exactly. Or a hotline. Exactly. The midnight hour. The midnight hour. The the 3rd of September. <laughs> Shit, elders already know I'm working on a narrative podcast. Come on, come on, come on. Other than that, there's a few things when it comes to this topic. So we're talking about canceling people for things that we don't agree with or that are harmful to our community. Right. You already know what I'm going to say. What about people who promote and perpetuate violence as come well on. as the pimping for uh, the pimping of black people Top for white-owned products? They make good Talking. music, bro. Play that future DJ not slaps. They make nah, slaps. Nah, they do be making slaps though. Keep but but again, the topic at hand is that we're harming our people. We're selling them out just so that these people could get their pockets uh, rich and buy white-owned products while we out here perpetuating the violence and whatnot. So what do we have to say to that? The other thing is, what if we're doing it ourselves? Every time we take a listen, that's another listen. Hey, all right. So give it all up right. for that, brother. Yeah. Give it yeah. up for that, brother. Yeah. Now look, now y'all know. So first of all, on that episode, anything for the bag, we talked about that. We talked about the culture that we would do anything for the bag. Like yeah. one of the biggest, to me, one of the biggest things that I hate about Atlanta, one of the locations, I hate the uh, trap museum. Never been. I never been. <clears throat> Mm. I mean, uh, and I, no, 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 no. And I got a, I got a, uh, I'm in silent protest of the Trap Museum, meaning I don't go there, I don't support it, because, like, it's right beside the trap. Like, if you really, like, it's literally right beside, it's in the bluff. I feel like if you really wanted to see the trap, we could do a real tour. And it feel like something that some white folk would bring in our neighborhood. Mm. That's what it feel like. So, when he says that, like, I recently just stopped, um, and this, again, I'm, I'm a man of conviction, so when I move off my conviction, 
I don't judge nobody based off how they do it. It's just the conviction that I have. Um, and, and I know Sean gonna get me on this one, but uh, I stopped watching uh, my shows. No fault. I love them. I hate that I love them. I hate that I love Power. Power. But I you didn't see I, the end of the snowfall though? Like, come you. on. I, I ain't got there yet. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I, I, ain't I ain't watching it. I ain't watching it. Okay, yeah, yeah, bad. yeah. We gotta hold on. We gotta, <laughs> but I seen the pictures. But look, but when I say I hate that I love it, because I I live beside it every day. Mm. Every day I'm working with young people, so I've been to young people that have died this year, last year, going to a 13-year-old, 14-year-old funeral. I see young people that are living this stuff. And then it's just the way we talk about it, right? On one end, you know, we are in uproar because we lost one of the Migos, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. It's a real thing. We saying we hate the violence. But on the other thing, we on the, we watching the shows and we like, man, they just need to kill her. Like, yeah, I just, they do. I just feel like we but, just be like, bro, if you watching I, Power I, right we're now, we're becoming more desensitized. Like, take her out. We're becoming we watching more Power. Everybody watching Power? <laughs> take her. She watching Power. <laughs> take Effie out. That's right? just that's just me. So when the brother says that, I I feel that. Mm -hmm. I feel like we pick and choose what we feel is hurtful to our people or not. I'm like, all right, you can talk. Cut his mic. <laughs> no, bro, you just no. You press the button, bro. You press the button, bro. You doing too much. You know when you put your uh. Right, there you go. You know, you know when you tell your little brother he can play, but you ain't plug in the remote. <laughs> that what I know. That what I know. I feel like y'all trying to sabotage me on purpose. It's okay. <laughs> All right, it's, it's very brief though, right? So touching back onto the artist, the separation of things. So I want to say this specifically about Robert, right? Horrible babysitter. I would never let him watch my children. However, when, uh, when his music come on, I dance. I like it. I'm, I'm a fan of the art. Now, of the person, the individual, no. Uh, but in the same breath, I want to say we eat at McDonald's every day. You don't know what their CEOs do. Every piece of clothing for which you have on, you don't know what the investors of that company are doing. Um, the cars in which you drive, you don't know what those owners are doing, but I promise you, you're not going to take your car back. So people are very, like you say, selective about what they want to be offended by and what they want to take, you know, oh, this is, that's too much. Or, we don't, if you don't have to counsel someone, because guess what? I don't really like to watch Spanish TV because I'm not that fond of Spanish, but that don't mean I got to go around like, don't nobody got to watch Telemundo. I just don't flip to the channel. So if you don't like Kanye, just don't listen to Kanye. If you don't like Robert, just don't listen to Robert. Y'all see why I ain't getting him mic. All right, brother. All right, brother. Take his mic. You don't catch the mic, man. Thank you for talking. Take that mic, dude. Take the mic. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much, brother. Hey, look. Thank you, Maul. Thank you, Maul, for coming on, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. All right, y'all clap for our mind if y'all agree with us. Clap for our mind, man. I'm going to do that, Dan. Do that, Dan. Do that. All right. One more before we bring on the next guest. Maul just slided off the stage. Y'all give it up for Maul. Give it up for Maul. Y'all can listen to him anytime. You know, I don't know why he won't officially join the cast, but it's okay. We got one more. My mama can wait. I'm going to let her come on. She can wait. She had a podcast every Sunday. It just came out this morning, Miss Paulette. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say on the topic of perpetuating things in our community and also touching on the entertainment, um, we glorify and we, we celebrate the things that entertain us, knowing that they have 
negative consequences. I work with women in transition out of sex work, women that's coming out of adult entertainment. There are shows about it, it's glamorized. These women have mental health issues, they have things happening in their life. These rappers, they rap about things that are very traumatizing and we're celebrating it like there's no other side of that. So what we have to do is understand that when we are bumping our heads to all of the killing and raping and all of the stuff, that this person might need help. And if anybody who is glorified in that, they might need help. So we need to be making sure that we are elevating mental health in our communities so that we're able to balance because we're entertained by very traumatic and very dysfunctional stuff. I right, give it up, give it up, give it up. So, you know, again, I think it goes back to conviction. Uh, I will, to your point, Armand, it is, you can go down a slippery slope of, of a rabbit hole of who's doing wrong. If you think about the iPhone that we use every day, where are they getting those materials and who are, you know what I'm saying, wet, wet uh, sweat houses are making the clothes that we wear. So I get it. It, it definitely goes down the slippery slope, but I think that's why it goes to personal conviction. For me, um, I remember when I first stopped watching, and I'm about to bring on my next guest, we got to shift gears a little bit. Um, I, I stopped watching Snowfall um, because I had to go to my little cousin, um, Funeral, that was in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And his car was shot up, 14-year-old. Car was shot up in school. His little sister was in the car. And he saved his little sister life. And if you think about that scene in Snowfall where they shot up the car and it was the little girl in the car, like oh, it, Scully daughter when huh? shut up Scully daughter yeah 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 like it was too real for me like it was like how can I watch this for entertainment if I'm now experiencing it and living it so for me my conviction made me stop watching it but I get it it is entertaining again I said I hate that I love the show you know what I'm saying but I just but I will admit I went on Twitter to see what happened to uh What's the name at the end? Everybody was talking about it. You know yeah, what I'm we saying? Were, we we got to talk about it when we get to the studio. Cause, yeah. Because I want to stop watching it after what I saw. You know, but it's over now. <laughs> it's so, over now. So we're we going to keep it going, y'all. Y'all having a good time? Let me hear you say, yeah. yeah. Um, so we want to start out just a little bit reflection. You can go get them. Uh, you want to start out? Um, no, we gotta, we gotta switch it, we gotta switch it. We gotta start, we wanna start out with a little bit of reflection um, because uh, of where we going, but I wanna talk about where we're headed. Um, I see this podcast um, growing even more to go from literally an idea that Keith had in his head. Huh, yeah, go right. Uh, the, uh, an idea that Keith had in his head that he brought to me that we manifested it. Um, I love that Keith, you know, we allow, we do this full time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Something that for he sure. loves, something that he's super passionate about. Uh, I seen this brother growth. Again, y'all heard the first podcast. He was trash. Like, yeah. nah. <laughs> he, he done got better. Um, but I feel like we can go farther. With it, like with people in this room, with the support of the people in this room, the listeners that we're going to get, we're going to go farther. And uh, today I want to bring up one of my big brothers, uh, one of my friends who is going, who has gone far in this uh, area of media. Um, this brother is somebody that I've been knowing, hey, this is probably about seven, seven, eight years I've been knowing this brother. 
uh, been a good friend, been a mentor, somebody I could call on, always been very supportive. I'll tell some of those stories once he hit the stage. Um, but I wanted to bring him up here, not only to uh, talk about where we're going, but just to inspire those that are out there, just with his story, his grind, and where he's been. So um, at this time, if he's ready, thank you right there, ready. At this time, y'all, can y'all please make some noise for Atlanta's own Ryan Cameron. Give it up. Give it up. Uh -uh. <laughs> Atlanta's own Ryan Cameron. <laughs> there you go. 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 Hey, y'all, that ain't loud enough. That, that ain't loud enough. We said it's Ryan Cameron. <laughs> Uh, breaking news, I just heard this is his first podcast ever. Yes. So he said he tell people no. Let me get that exclusive drop, man. Hello? Yeah, I always tell people no, man, because um, I, I don't like to give away the content, but I'm so proud of what you've done. I think this uh, speaks volumes to uh, your vision, and I want people to, to understand, man, you know, you're doing your thing. That's right. And I appreciate that, Ryan. Uh, I don't know if you remember where exactly we met. I, I remember exactly because you really turned me up when it came to my speaking, uh, public speaking. We were uh, both at a, a symposium at uh, Job Corps. This was, man, this was probably about seven years ago, Job Corps. And it was, we had a group of, it, was, it wasn't probably about 100 students. And they put me and you in the both room. It was different breakout rooms. Yeah. And they put us in the both room. And I remember I was just, I went up there talking, told you, you know, my biggest thing, I love to tell people I'm from Monroe, Georgia. That's like one of my proudest things just because it's a lot of young people where I'm from that don't leave Monroe. They don't think they can leave Monroe. So every time I get to say where I'm from, I got to say it. So I remember I told them I was from Monroe and I went out there and killed that thing. And I remember you giving me some of your time to keep going. And I was like, man, you know what? If Ryan let me keep talking, that means I might be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I might be fine. So uh, up, man? I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate all, you for being here. For real, for real, for real, for real. So uh, now today, man, it's, it's our 200, but we got a room full of people that um, are podcaster, podcast dreamers. Some of them are struggling. They kind of going a little bit. Some of them are dropping weekly. But all of us are aspiring to kind of get to that level of where you are, the impact you've made in media, man. So really just starting, man, how did you get in this game and um, advice you can give to people, especially in the trends that you're seeing what's happening right now? Uh, I think that, you know, the, the, the way that I got started was I was always there when the other person failed. You know, I think a lot of times we all are saying, you know, just give me a shot, give me a shot, give me a shot. And then when you get your shot, you're not ready. Wow. Right. So for me, starting in radio, um, there was a guy that was on every day 
And I was always, I was an intern. I had, I was out of college. I was an intern and I came to the radio station every day because I love radio that much. Even when I wasn't an intern, I was still up there. And it was a guy there who it was everybody's favorite. Um, but he really did something and blew it. And he was uh, selling everybody Jordans for $50. And people was jumping Dang. on, they was buying these Jordans, buying these Jordans. They was like, this is an unbelievable deal because it was an unbelievable deal. Right. <laughs> and he was basically going out and using the money and like getting high and took everybody's money. And he had this big promotion uh, that he had to do and they fired him. And they was like, who can do it? And I was in the room and they was like, can you do it? And I was like, Hell yeah, I can do it. Wow. And anytime from that point on to the guy who was doing nights to the next guy to the basketball to the football, it was always somebody else who was falling short. And I, I love a big crowd. Like the bigger the crowd, the more excited I am. Right. You know, I mean, I, I really flourish in that aspect. So I'm always waiting for the biggest moment, you know, because I'm always like, I, it, throughout my career has always been like, always the next guy and then if they don't do what they're supposed to do then it's always me and I'm like well I told you I was here the whole time and so now you get to see it nice I love it I love it uh you said y'all can give it up you said you always you love the big moments uh this is obviously a big moment for me and Keith what would you say your biggest moment has been in your career in your radio career it ain't even been announced yet mm. You know, you, you have something that be so big and, and, and people tell you, especially your parents, they'd be like, wait till the ink dry, you know, wait till it's yes. done. Yes. But it's, it's something. I suck at that. It, it, it's, I mean, because it, it's like when something uh, happens or if it doesn't happen, then all of your, you know, I call them your congratulators. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like, that's a term you can use. It's a few in here with me. Yeah. It's a congratulator. They'd be like, Yeah. What happened to you, uh, the little thing you supposed to been doing, right? <laughs> and then you got to explain it. And, and what I've learned is I kind of let, just let it happen. And then when my phone started blowing up, I'm like, they'd be like, why you ain't tell me? Why you ain't tell me? Because I just want to make sure that it happened first. Wow. You know, so it's, it's something that's going <laughs> to be something. Hey, well, it's going to be something. Well, uh, <laughs> something. I got to get better with that. You know, I'm what you call an announcement. I make an announcement about the announcement. <laughs> You know, I'm one of them niggas that I be like, man, I'm working in solid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running. <laughs> like, you got, but but you, you just got to sit back and, and, and let it let it manifest itself. You tell the people that's within your, like, my circle is, is the size of a Cheerio, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like so many small people. And I try to, like, even in my inspiration, I got to just take a moment aside and, and acknowledge somebody because I'm always in a room and I'm like, Man, I, I got to say something about this person over here. So, and I know they hate when I tell this story, but I'm going to tell it. Tell the, the Ryan Cameron Foundation has been helping people since 2002, right? right? From the father-daughter dance to the Leadership Academy to the health fair to everything that we've done, right? So we had uh, two sisters that were very young that uh, when they came, their parents would come with them because as good parents would do, you ain't going to trust just anybody with your daughters, Right. So as they came to these foundation meetings and anything we did, they would wait for them sometimes for hours to see them get finished. Right. And, and, and get through their their whatever the toolage was for that day. So long story short, one of these people have has gone on to not only become a 
leading influencer and a blogger and, you know, done everything that exceeded my expectations of them. So I got to acknowledge uh, Danielle Canada right there. Who, she coming up next. She coming up next. Who, who you know, I've been knowing she since showed. she was, you know, 16 years old. Wow. 14. Was it that? So, I mean, again, you know, we, we have tried to just influence and, and help everybody because I think one of the things about, about stuff like this is that we have got to be more of the mindset that we want all black people to win. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of times we're so used to watching other people fail and getting, you know, it's called, uh, I think the German uh, phrase is called Schadenfreude, um, which is you take pleasure in somebody else's failure. Schadenfreude? Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, so it's like something happens to somebody and you be like, you kind of be wishing for it to happen as opposed to congratulating. That's where I got the whole congratulating thing from. It's like, Instead of you just trying to be glad about it and doing what you need to do, right. you're taking pleasure in their misery and their downfall. I ain't gonna lie, I've done that before. We all have done it. Uh, we all uh, have done it. Kiki Palmer, baby daddy, one on the fail. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that nigga hurt me. Well, he me cut go. me deep. <laughs> Let me say this. Did you shoot your shot when you had a chance, though? Look, look, I ain't have a good enough shot. Like, I was, like, too I far. was, I was full court. If I could have get to the logo, I probably would have got her. You know what I'm saying? Too far, but. Uh, Speaking of failures, right? Yeah. Uh, could you tell us what was one of your biggest failures and how you came back from that? Because we're on episode two hundred, and even today, yeah, we had a lot of things going on to get to this point. So, how do you overcome that? Um, I think you know my biggest failure to to this day was probably my experience with the basketball team. You know, um, being the public address announcer for twenty years, and the way that kind of um, kind of fell apart, um, I realized that um, sometimes it doesn't matter how much blood, sweat, and tears uh, that you put into something. You know, in 20 years, over 700 games, I missed three games in 20 years. <laughs> but, you know, and for what I look back at it and say is, there's a lot of wedding anniversaries, there's a lot of birthdays, there's a lot of trips, there's a lot of things that I did not go to because I was so vested in putting myself into that basketball arena and losing 42 nights a year and sometimes the playoffs and the way that it kind of fell apart and the narrative. I mean, I haven't been to a basketball game in two years, you know, uh, mm -hmm. even though I still have the tickets. Yeah. It was one of those things where um, I kind of felt like I had a chance to change the narrative, but I expected for other people to do that. And I should have took control of it and put it out there myself. And then once it came out, uh, that was something else than I, I would have wanted, then it was kind of difficult to deal with. I mean, I had to go to uh, uh, a lot of therapy sessions to kind of get, you know, through that because if you've done so much for somebody and they just kind of just decide that they want to just go another direction, but then again, my, my therapist said this, like the guy who does the scorekeeping for the, for the Hawks, they've had one scorekeeper. He's been there since 1966. Damn. One Damn. guy. One guy, right? So for, for, for him, he has done nothing but that. But my, my therapist said to me, she said, um, and, and, and I was talking about trying to find, you know, my queen. And she said, it, my therapy was so, it was so spiritually based. I cried like the first five sessions after it was over because she just, she tore my ass up, man. Mm. She tore my ass up. She was like, who, she said, who would want to date you? 
And I was like, what do you mean? She said, you go from the Falcons to the Hawks to the radio. What woman would be like, okay, after you get through doing all that shit, I got time to date you. Mm. And I had to realize that nobody would want to date me because what I wanted to do was find a woman who was convenient to my schedule. And you had to find somebody who wanted to build a bridge to meet you where you were, but you also had to have some sacrifices. So when she said, Ryan, you've just gained back 42 nights of your life that you haven't had for the past 20 years. And when that set in and sunk in, it made me realize that, you know what? I, I was doing myself a disservice trying to be loyal and trying to show up instead of just trying to really, you know, depend on myself. So that was one of the biggest things that I had to overcome was after that happened, you know, and just realizing they actually did me a favor wow. because now my show was, uh, was kind of struggling. Now the show is, is number one and has been number one for the past year and a half. Say that, say that, um, say that. Now I've been able to open uh, a restaurant. How about to go and, there? And then that's been doing this thing. And, Dope and Thank you. We can talk about that. And, of course, um, as of June 1st, you know, I always say dreams don't have deadlines. Uh, my show will now be nationally syndicated for the first time ever. Wow. And that's 30 years into the game. <laughs> so, wow. Wow. you know, I if I'd been playing basketball, that shit wouldn't happen. I'd have been out there, you know, saying for three for 20 more years. Because <laughs> yeah. she said to me, she said to me, you know, and I appreciate the acknowledgement. She said to me, you would have never quit that job. You'd have been just like that scorekeeper. It was good that the job quit you. Wow. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. Man, I'll take your tickets, though. <laughs> 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 the thing's gone, boy. Like I said, they're gone. So we got it. We got. That's my my cousin. All right. So I like your cousin. She's so active. look, we got uh, uh, categories of people here, right? We got the listeners. Uh, those people that they don't want a podcast, they just listen. Right. Uh, we got the uh, dreamers. Those that are dreaming about getting started. We got the strugglers. Those that are doing it. We got the doers, and then we got the goats. Right. Um, you've been in this media game for a minute, but I know you just broke off into the restaurant tour game, man. Yeah. So how has that been starting something new? And, you know, transferring relationship, transferring skills. What has that process been? You want to know my biggest surprise? What? That black people are scared of black people. Talk about <laughs> that. South DeKalb Mall was segregated when it first opened. A lot of people don't know that. Black people were not allowed to go into that mall. It was an all-white mall, right? That it's, was 19... It's, it's ours now. No. <laughs> I about to say, shout out to Well, not, not for long. Ooh. Because if you notice what's going on, this, it, did anybody get caught in traffic today? Yeah. yeah. Traffic is everywhere, every day, no matter what is going on. And so now people are starting to realize that they can't deal with it. And it's coming. The easiest way to know what, when gentrification is coming is watch the highways. 20 used to be a piece of shit, right? Now all of a sudden going up Candle Road, it's got more lanes and all that, and you're like, what's going on? That's because it's coming. Mm. That mall is about to, uh, they're going to take the department stores, they're going to take the other end, and they're going to make it a, what they did to 120 Ralph McGill Boulevard. They're going to make it a place for you to live and work and all these places, and the people who live there are no, are no longer going to be able to afford to live there. It's going to happen mm. because the land is still cheap. Right. So what I've decided to do and when I found out about it was, you know, I mean, 
compared to, like, if you go into that mall right now, they had uh, American Deli and they had Mandarin Oriental Chinese, right? Yeah. For the past six years, that's all anybody had as a choice. So when Piccadilly? I, yeah, well, Piccadilly. <laughs> Piccadilly, but I'm just saying, like, to grab and go. I mean, yeah, 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 I got but, you. you know, to be able to go in that space, which was an old Subway, uh, Subway, and, and remember, Chick-fil-A was in there. They had a Popeye's in there. Uh, Benzino had a crab spot in there, and it was doing very well till they started twerking and doing all that shit in there and ran the folks out of there. I mean, um, but the place <laughs> that I was in was a Subway, and so the freezer was still intact. The refrigerator was still intact. And, and basically, man, it was a way to go in and, and turn it around for little or nothing. Mm -hmm. And what we've done uh, in, in, like, since the Super Bowl has been astronomical numbers because black people just want a place to, to go and have an option. But the thing about it is, is that we'll go to Phipps and Lennox and deal with all of that foolishness. If somebody bring up the mall, then I ain't been in that. It's people that are coming to this mall that haven't been there in 30 years. 25 years that are coming there for this pizza. So I, I think when people say, why did you put it in South Dakota Mall? I say, why not? Mm. Why not? That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, I'll definitely be in there to check you out. I haven't been down there yet. That's 20 traffic too crazy. Now, I, I go over there because, you know, the Foot Locker, they got all the shoes over there. And they got that cupcake spot across the street. That's I forgot right. old boy's name with the cupcakes. But like those be busting too. Slide, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slide through. We love to see you. Nah, so congratulations on that restaurant. I need everybody to go check out Doughboys in South Dakota Mall. Please. Let's go ahead. Let's. It's gourmet pizza. You know, everything from lobster to, to short rib to steak. It, it, it ain't Domino's. It ain't Papa oh, John's. Short rib pizza. Man, come on. Wait till I get this oxtail recipe. It's going down, boy. They got any plant-based options? I'm not here to play. Was that? Plant-based options in Yes. There? Yes, sir. All right. All right. We got a, I, I had a lady yesterday who was like trying to say that she didn't want the beef. And I said, you know, the beef is, is a vegan beef. And she's like, I don't want to try. So I, say, I stayed there because the technology is and it's invented by a black woman by the name of, of Chef Erica Barrett, who has a restaurant that's about to open over on Auburn Avenue, a $2 million steakhouse. Shout she out. has a restaurant in Mobile. She has a restaurant in Birmingham. She has eight restaurants. This is a sister who's been on Shark Tank, has a waffle and chicken mix and all these things. And, and she decided to uh, invest in me and let me help open this place up. But what she's done is she went out and found, and I just came from a pizza convention, right? Mm -hmm. um, she went out and found the technology from Italy where um, brick oven pizza can be made out of this electric oven, which goes up to 665 degrees in three minutes. Hey. Damn. Three minutes. That, that remind me of that uh, Kevin Hart. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know. Hey, so look, it's, it's, it's dope. I love it. What I want to transition to is where you've been in radio for a long time, 30 years. Yeah. Um, you've seen podcasting get here. Um, what is podcasting doing to this industry? What does the future look like? Um, and uh, any encouraging words to those that's getting started in it? I, I think, you know, it, podcasting is sort of like how, um, you know, uh, satellite radio was at first. People thought that it was going to be the death of radio. You know, they called, you know, terrestrial radio. They thought that the, the XMs and the Sirius was going to kill the radio. But we, we weren't really worried about that because right now, if, if there was a, a, a tornado or something happened here, it would take the news trucks a long time to get here. All I got to do is call into the radio station, do something live. I've done that all my career. It's instant. 
and it's local, right? For a podcaster, I think if you got the right kind of partnership with somebody, like I just did a part, I did a um a um, fifteen episode um, podcast called Amplify Color, and it's going to come out later on this month. And it talks about the history of Black radio. And I think you know, for anybody who is uh, really want to be a student of the game, it is something that you need to kind of learn because it inspires you. Back when um, Sweet Auburn was doing this thing and, and, and was the magnification of all things black, the Masonic Temple had the SCLC on one floor, Madam C.J. Walker was on another floor, and WERD, the first black radio station in the country, was on another floor. So whenever Dr. King wanted to give a message out to – you ever wonder why all the people showed up at the marches? How did they find out? It's because of yeah. a black radio. So what they would do is – Dr. King would have like a broom and start knocking on, on the roof wow. of, of the place. And then they would lower a microphone down and he would go on. This is a true story. He would go on the radio live and go to all the people and tell them where the march was going to be that day. So the phrase word up came from Dr. King and, and the SCLC say, we need to put word up. We need to get word up to the radio station about the next march. Wow. That is the power of, of radio and the power of, of, of what y'all are doing or thinking about doing is to be able to tell colorful stories that people are going to be interested in. I'll, people always ask me, what is radio? To me, radio is four people in a car, right? Somebody driving, somebody on the other side, somebody on the back side, and the guy or the girl in the back is telling a story that everybody is listening to. That is what the, the key to success is because... I've heard Joe Budden. I heard other people talking about that, thinking that podcasting just two people just talking shit on a microphone. But it's got to be something that I mean, for you know, I mean, I'm sure episode 200 is a whole lot different than episode five. A lot different, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you kind of had to figure it out, and, and and you know, somebody had to believe in what y'all was trying to do. But I'm sure that were frustrating. I'm sure there's some trash episodes, right? Oh yeah, like one through fourteen. <laughs> I mean, but at least you admit that, you yeah. know, you know, it's not all gold. I mean, right. so I think, you know, the main thing and my thing to tell people out there is just to remember that, you know, get the right kind of people in a room with you that you feel like you can talk about anything with. And y'all are basically having a conversation. You know, they, I, <laughs> this whole Freak Nick documentary, right? <laughs> they wanted me, they wanted me to be in the Freak Nick documentary because I'm in a lot of the footage. And I was like, I learned from the housewives. I'm not giving away no more content because y'all getting a check, Hulu getting a check, and I get to say, oh, that was a great story. I'm not doing that shit no more. Mm. I'm not. So now they're like, okay, well, can we have you narrate it? And I was like, is that going to mean the check? Because <laughs> I'll narrate. But, but what I think that people are going to learn from this Freak Nick documentary is that you cannot put anybody on TV that hadn't signed a release. They're going to sue your ass. So while everybody's all hyped up and worried about all this, you can't put nobody on TV. So really, they ain't got no footage. They have a little bit of footage, but I had this conversation Friday. They was like, hey, can we get you? I was like, is there a check involved? And so this latest thing is they want to add 21 Savage to it. What? he born? Listen, because he had, and, and don't post this, bro. Don't post this. This part right here, because he had the Freaknik party, right? And so they felt like it was him handing, being handed the torch. And I was like, oh, y'all about to, y'all about to fuck this up. Mm. <laughs> because they were trying to think more young people watch. But young people going to watch it anyway. 
right? Because of the, the nostalgia of it all. But now you're trying to you're trying to outthink people, and hopefully it's gonna work, and it ain't gonna work. Right. So I'm uh, I'm actually interested to see it, man. It's funny. Uh, obviously, I'm not from here, but you hear the stories of Freak Nick. But I've heard different side. I heard a story from my friends that are in the industry, but then I heard a story from people like Derek Bozeman, the other side of it, from when it kind of got it ended. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but that that was that was at the end right there. Yeah. I mean, I used to do. Um, I would go up in a helicopter and do Freak Nick traffic reports. Damn. Live back on the radio on 97.5. I would do Freak Nick traffic reports, right? So the helicopter pad is way out in Shamley, Dunwoody, yeah. right? So I had to be at Club Esso to host a party. So rest, they was like- Rest in peace. Yes. On when it was on Cortland. And, and they were like, well, what you want us to do? And I was like, I don't know. Where can we land? So on 11th Street, there's Spondovitz, and coming on up is a federal building. It's all white. They have a helipad there. I landed on the helipad, walked out the front gates of the federal building, passed all the security. Now, didn't nobody know what the hell was going on? I mean, you just, you know, and, and walked the club SO. Wow. So that's, that's the freak dick that I remember, where it was so many people that if I told you it was people there, the opposite happened. If I said Greenbrow Mall is crazy, don't go there. Everybody went to Greenbrow Mall. <laughs> it, it did not Chasing deter anybody. Party. Right. Chasing the party. Uh, nah, that's what's up, man. I'm looking forward to it. I know uh, we live in Monroe, so I know my mama ain't on there, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you hope so your you mama think. ain't on there. <laughs> I know my dad was living down here during them times. I hope he ain't on none of that footage. <laughs> that's your pops, right? There? Yeah, my pops, right? I, he did look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all shout out to Mr. Keith, man. Shout yeah, out yeah. To Mr. Keith, man. Uh, I got a question. Uh, yeah, man. Going talking about the future, right? We talked about podcasting, but what where do you see black media in the future? You know, radio, TV, everything that's you know. Was I mean, I think you, you look at what uh, what Byron Allen is doing, right? With how he's acquiring all these things. You know, when uh, Ju Judge Mathis got let go, he signed him up like two weeks later because of all the the, the avenues that he has. I think what you're seeing now, especially with you know hip hop becoming uh, fifty this year. We're seeing all these people that we would never thought would have been, say, the B word in front of their names. You know, looking at what, what Jay-Z has done and what Kanye did and even what Rihanna. The, 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 the matter of fact is, if you have the blueprint, right, and you show other people of color what not to do as opposed to just watching them fail. Like I always say, if I see you doing something that I know is not going to work, I know it's not going to work and I don't say anything, then that's my fault. But if you believe you know everything, and, and I, I'm a quick story, right? And this is Prince just was seven year anniversary of Prince dying, right? When, right before um, Prince came to Atlanta, he had a, uh, a show in, at, at the, uh, the Rio. He, he had the whole entire um, Rio. So I get invited by Ludacris to, uh, he said, hey man, I want you to go somewhere with me. And I was like, where, where? He said, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. And so we go behind these gates. It's all these SUVs and all these things. And we go up this elevator. And there's a car on the elevator, an actual, like, pink convertible. And I'm like, man, where, in the, where the fuck are we going, bro? He's like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you, right? And so we get off, and it's a small little closet, like, vegetable thing. And then all of a sudden, like, Prince just appeared out of nowhere. 
I mean, this shit was so crazy. He had like a, a white blouse with like peacocks and furs and all kind of shit on there, right? And he was like, and he was like, <laughs> this is true. He's like, I hope you guys are hungry. And I, I mean, it took every, because I didn't want to get kicked out. I was like, I want some pancakes. I was going to do like Dave Chappelle, right? <laughs> but we went into a room and, and it, was, it was me, it was Gabrielle Union, it was Hill Harper, it was um, Tony Braxton. I'm going around the room now. It was Dave Chappelle. It was Sean uh, from Access Hollywood. It was ludicrous, and it was me. And you're Prince, and I'm sitting right here because I'm like, I'll never get this chance again. Remember I told you I'm always going to take my opportunity. I'm going to yes. sit right next to Prince and ask every question that I want to ask. And he answered every question. But Tony Braxton was there in concert, and it was killing her. She actually had to quit because it was too stressful. So she said, man, this is crazy. I mean, they charge me for everything. They charge I mean, it's money. I, I can't. This place is unbelievable. And Prince was like, uh, I'm not paying for anything. And she was like, what? He was like, this is Vegas. They're printing money. And she was like, why you ain't tell me? And I'll never forget his answer. He was like, you never asked. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you just never ask because you think you know, and you get railroaded, that's on you. Right, right. So if all these podcast people out there, if they start to go down this road and it's not resonating with people and they're wondering, because you saw what, so many people that are saying they spend so much money doing this and it don't make, it's people that are really, really famous yeah. that ain't made a dime yeah. from this yeah, because they it. all want to be Joe Budden or right. Joe Rogan or, you know, Gilly and Wallow and everybody else. And those people, for every four of them, it's 50 that ain't nobody ever heard. Right. So, right. you know, it, you need to be finding out, asking everybody in here, and they need to be asking you, what is the key to success? But it'll be wrong of you not to tell them. Right. Because that don't mean it's going to work, but at least you set them up to try to succeed. I can believe it. Find you a studio to steal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Ryan, I know, first of all, like, I just want to thank you, man, for uh, it means a lot. I could call on you, you come. I remember... Um, you were Spendify, uh, the Tet Twins in the back. I just interviewed the Tet Twins. Uh, and we were just talking about the uh, input and contributors of black tech in Atlanta. Right. And they were like, yeah, we believe Spendify was like one of the top marketed companies. That happened because of you. When I text you and I said, yo, I got this app. I want to get it out. And the next week you put me on an interview with Killer Mike. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. Uh, yeah, you put... <laughs> Yeah, this and this is when Killer Mike was doing the black business thing. Yeah. And that interview literally from there we got the call, the CNN and everything came word? from that interview. So uh I just thank you for always picking up what thank I you, bro. About <laughs> I thank you that for real, for real. I, I, I just I, I just Bobby Browned you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me so I got discovered and put on the radio because of Bobby Brown. You'll never hear any me say anything negative about Bobby Brown, period, right? So when I was working at the video store and, and, and doing comedy on my lunch break, I would walk across Old National to Frozen Paradise, which was a daiquiri spot back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. So they had a talent competition, and I would go out there, and I would do comedy on my, on my, on my lunch break because Blockbuster was open until midnight. So I was a manager, and I worked from and at 11 o'clock. I go on lunch. So at the talent show, Bobby Brown was there. Uh, Carol Blackman and Mike Roberts were all there, and it was Labor Day, and I went in to um, – to, to tell my story or to do comedy. And the guy who came before me remembered the whole entire routine from Showtime and the Apollo the night before. 
So he did that entire thing, and everybody went crazy. Well, I mean, everything was stolen, right? Right. So at the end, um, you know, Mike Roberts and Carol Blackman were like, well, you know, we saw that last night, but we couldn't, you know, fight the crowd. So we sorry he won, but you should have won. I was like, okay. They was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, man, I, I, I was on the radio in college. I would love to have an internship. And they was like, all right, we'll come down tomorrow. And then well, before that, Bobby Brown was like, no matter, hey, man, this guy right here, whatever you want to do, you should let him do it. Now, he ain't know me. But he co-signed for me, right? So, um, I mean, I ain't going to lie. I was four hours late for the internship interview because I was riding around getting hungry. You know, back in the day, um, you can read between the lines what I was doing to make me get hungry. So uh, I walked out the elevator, and Mike Roberts was getting on the elevator. He said, you must not really want this job. And I was like, yeah, dude. He was like, all right, I have one thing in my life that I, I use on everybody. I give everybody a second chance. No matter what the cause, no matter what the reason, you get one shot. And I've always lived by that from that point on. And the rest is kind of history. So uh, <laughs> New Edition got a, a star on the uh, right by on Northside Drive, right down the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they came and all of them showed up. And I had all the New Edition around. And I, was, I told a story. I was like, man, Bobby Brown is the reason that I'm here. And I told the whole story. And I'm like, because of you, Bobby, I'll never say anything negative about you ever in life. And I was like, and they, they, all the New Edition, what? And Barbara was like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just, so I just Bobby you Brown. Just Bobby, 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 Bobby Brown. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't remember. But I'm glad it worked out though. Now it worked. And look, we talked about earlier me being the first person to work with Spinify. That was my first assignment was to come with y'all to the radio station that morning and, hold and take camera. pictures and hold the camera <laughs> for you, Twan, and Killer Mike. Well, with Ryan Cameron. So, yeah. Hey, <laughs> brother, appreciate you. Y'all give it up for Ryan, man. I know you got somewhere to go, brother. Brother, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it for sure. All right, y'all. We got uh, some more coming up. We got some more coming up. Just hold tight. Europe. Hey, all right, y'all. Can we keep it going? Can we keep it going, y'all? All right, God. This next person. This next person. You. He said, "Now I was about to intro, but it's a guy. It's all good. We family here." Man, play her song. Play her song. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, the next person. First of all, y'all having a good time? Let me say, yeah. We got a lot of surprises, a lot of surprises. Please don't leave yet. I do got to shout out my cousin Troy in the building. Hey, y'all cousin Troy him? in the building. The hood yogi. <laughs> Hey, look, um, um, I got this person right here. She's so important. Uh, y'all just heard Ryan say all this great stuff about it. I didn't know that. I didn't. It's a suit. Hold on. Turn on her mic. Yeah, no. I said, look how small the world is. Isn't yeah. that crazy? I did not know that. Like, uh-huh. l- I didn't put two and two together. When I was walking in, quick story, I was lost downstairs, and I saw Ryan. I was like, Ryan, what you doing here? He was like, oh, I'm going to the stairs. I was like, oh, my friend. As a podcast, and he was like, it's on the third floor. And I was like, oh. 
Yeah. yeah. And I had y'all on for two different reasons. One, uh, y'all, let me just introduce her. Um, this young lady, man, she is, has just been very nice to me since the first time I met her. Uh, I met her, uh, we instantly co uh, clicked. She actually connected me with Ma. Yes. Uh, I think Ma was bumming off your membership <laughs> <laughs> at the gathering spot. So uh, I was bumming off Troy, my cousin membership. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, I remember uh, meeting you, and I got this phrase that y'all call me. Y'all said, people say I'm industry adjacent. Uh -huh. I know all these industry people. It's Picasso Danny. <laughs> Guys, are Danny oh, and you. all my friends at Basel, uh, yes, always yes. inviting me to the parties. Mm -hmm. So this young lady, man, she's she's smart. She's a um, personality. She's an influencer. She's an ambassador. She's a media mogul mm -hmm. on the rise. TV personality, y'all, please give it up for Danny Kennedy. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Just Eldridge Podcast. What's up, people? This is your boy, Eldridge Washington, and I am super excited about this episode. For those that don't know, this is the relaunch. We started out with the Made Life Podcast, so this is episode one of the Just Eldridge Podcast, and I am holding back no guns. I'm coming all, I'm bringing all of the tricks out the bag, so I'm super excited about this conversation we're going to have today. It's hard to listen to. I know. <laughs> but Danny, Danny was our first podcast guest. I was. She was I our was. first episode one. Um, and uh, shout out to Sherelle, the owner of Atlanta Juice Bar. Yes, we I did remember Atlanta, that vividly. We did an Atlanta Juice Bar. Uh, it was just, it was a lot of learning because that's why the music was on. We kept the music on the whole time. The whole back time. Then. Yeah, uh, yeah, background music. That was my cousin yeah, Trevor, like, hey, bro, that ain't it. Listen, <laughs> listen how, how Charlemagne told the story, how he got T-Pain right, he was like, look, bro, you can't sing. So T-Pain was like, yeah, I ain't gonna practice. Troy did that to me. Troy was like, look, the podcast thing sound cool, but bro, gotta, you know what I'm saying, tighten up on, work, some, of them, on some of them editing skills, some of that mm -hmm. voice skills. So Troy is definitely one of the big reasons why we sound better after episode 14. Yeah. Right. So, um, then first of all, it's good to see you. Too. Um, I thought I was gonna slip in here in the back, and I was like, he don't remember that. No, nah. no, nah, nah, nah. we gotta get you on. We actually gonna switch <laughs> it up though, because um, okay. we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna get your help to help me decide um, uh, some of these things that we are about to do. All okay. Right. Uh, so, question: Where's your hand if you are a when you register? I'm looking for the doers and the strugglers. Raise your hands, the doers and the strugglers. All right. At this time, can I get all of those names of those people put in a hat? Oh. So I need everybody to take a piece of paper and write these people's names down really fast while we're talking. Okay. All right? We're about to show some love. We're about to show some love. So if somebody could get a piece of paper, and if you're a doer, if you're a doer or a struggler, put your name in that hat. All right, while we do that. Yes. So Dana, what you got going on, man? I know you... Uh, I seen you on a TV show. Like, we don't get to see each other. I know this has been a minute. I know. We haven't really, like, talked, talked right, in a right. while. It's so been like, a while. We want to know you're still not giving dudes money. That's what I want to know. <laughs> yep. I wanna, Am I still not giving dudes still money? still not with the update? So we got uh, uh, yes. episode one. was called Mr. One Taco. Y'all should listen to it. It's actually hilarious. Um, it's about um, the name title came from a story from her friend yes. who took a dude out. And a dude wanted to take her out to lunch. And he only let her get one taco. Yes. 
And so she named her phone in there, Mr. One Taco. It was a whole thing. Uh, and Danny was the one to set the friend up. <laughs> so we just talking yeah, about it. Was the, yeah, it, was it was my fault. It was all my fault. I didn't know he was Mr. One Taco. I didn't know he was Chief So so we uh, the the episode back then was talking about the dating scene in Atlanta. Yes. And yes. Danny says she would never give a dude money. <laughs> give her, like, I'm a nice person. I'll go in my purse for anybody, but I learned the hard way, like, I do not give men money for anything. I was dating a guy, and, you know, I was showing my appreciation. He would, <laughs> he would hit me up and be like, oh, babe, hey, um... Oh, I, I, you know, I'm living with my homeboy and his girl, and you know, I need to give them a little money for their rent. And I'm like, okay, yeah, here you go, give them money. Mm. Oh, babe, um, we go out. Oh, babe, my card isn't working. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> It was, it was the voice. The, oh, babe, oh, maybe babe. some money. <laughs> oh, babe, my card suddenly isn't working. So she said, she don't do. No, I don't. I think I would change that for like my husband. Okay. But like okay. a dude I'm dating, I don't. Right. Just something about going to get It was purse. a hot girl summer then. <laughs> and we back. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was the beginning of the hot girl. Any hot girls in the building? Shout Anybody out. living a hot girl summer? Okay, okay. We got one back there. We got one got back it. there. We got one or two here. So a few of y'all lying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what what, what a church ladies? Raise your hand, church ladies. <laughs> oh, same ladies. The same ladies. All right, all right. So look. On the, you know what I am look so on this on this episode we were talking about hot boy hot girl summer because what happened yes. just hilarious has said that these women that are promoting hot girl summer are the one the same women they in relationships they're lying they married mm -hmm. they lying they on their music flexing so they're like we're talking about the definition of this thing right what was the definition of uh uh, a hot girl. What was the definition of a fuck boy? And um, <laughs> one definition that we never could find. But what was the definition of a hoe? <laughs> I got a prize. We never, we never did. I got a prize if we can get a definite, a clear definition of what a hoe is because we haven't seen that definition yet. Huh? What's your What's your definition? Give her the mic, though. It's Give a it's all subjective. Come up here to that mic. The microphone's up here. Yeah, come to the front to the microphone. Tell okay. everybody what a hoe is. And raise your hand if you don't believe in the hoes. There's that crowd. We don't believe in hoes on here. I'm just I don't believe in hoes. Do as you want to do. Just talk. Just talk. Unless you my woman. <laughs> All right. So what what is a hoe? Um, a hoe is someone who is not honest with the other people that they're dealing with. <laughs> now, if you, are telling, if you are letting everybody know that who you are dealing with, who you are dealing with, you cannot be a hoe. But if everybody that you're dealing with doesn't know who you're dealing with, then you're a hoe. So if nobody knows you a hoe, you a hoe. All right. All right. Still don't sound like a definition. So if you keep your business to yourself, you a hoe. Hey, so... You going, Brian? I think a hoe, honestly, is you make monetary transactions that you live off of from sexual favors. That's the end of it. We ain't going to make it prettier, ugly. That's what it's been since they started. Why are we going to change it now? Transaction money. Let me tell you why we had this conversation on this podcast. A, gr a growing movement was the hot girl summer. Yes. You know, it just became a very, uh, uh, I'm going to call her out because she in here, my friend, uh, my friend Ashley in here. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, uh, self-proclaimed advocate of whole shit. 
So, uh, oh, it's life. <laughs> hey, 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 ho, hey, hey. leave my girl alone. She can say what we're just talking about, man. You know, it's this thing where women are deciding to live the lives they want to live, and men yes. are imposing their opinions on it. Yeah. So that's what the movement was. Mm-hmm. Do you see the difference between when we started and where it is now? Do you see any changes in yeah. the game? I, I, I do see some changes. I think, you know, we have wonderful people like my girl Ashley who are making women feel like, you can do what you want as long as you're being safe and as long as you're not out here hurting anyone. I think that, what is it now? You call it a free spirit? I feel like there's nothing wrong with being a free spirit. Okay. I've been free spirit in a couple of relationships and got me in trouble. <laughs> so, something wrong with it. Something wrong with it. Um, uh, hey, look, first of all, make sure we're doing that. Uh, have we got all the names in the hat yet? Who, uh, Ms. Paulette, you taking the names? Uh, okay, if, if you just write it down, you, she can grab them. She's gonna grab them. They wrote their names down, Miss Paula. She's just grab them from them. All right. No, we just need the. We just need to write their name down on we a piece of paper. You just take the piece we of about paper. To, we about to do a drawing. Yeah, he's just, yeah, we about to put the names in a hat. Literally. Yeah. All right, so let's keep it going. Uh, Danny, let me ask you this: You're in the media space, right? Yes, sir. And we're talking about podcasting, the future, the media. How have you seen the space change? I mean, you are our very first guest, right? Yeah. Um, and then the medium of podcasting has changed since then. Yeah. Because it wasn't that way. hot back then either. Mm-hmm. Podcasting wasn't like a buzzword back no, then. No, you were a pioneer. You, you <laughs> say, say that again. Say that again. You were, you were a pioneer. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. No, um, it's definitely grown. Um, it's de- it's definitely changed. What's that, that saying they said? Like the government put podcast microphones in the hood now. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody got one. Everybody does have one, but I will say the quality ones definitely stand out. I think podcasting has become more widely accepted before. It was just like, oh, it's just a hobby, but now people see it as like more of a career and something to take seriously. So I I think it's grown a lot. I think you've grown a lot considering that we're here at episode 200. So No, I haven't. It has been fun. Any advice to uh, the people that's out here that's in the process of doing it. We about to get some, we about to show some love to somebody in here real quick. <sighs> Honestly, consistency is key. Um, I think you're a great testament to that because the second you really slow down, there is an opportunity for someone to come in and fill that space. We know how quickly things change. We know how quickly people lose interest. So to me, I feel like consistency is key and engagement. That's a whole nother thing. Engaging with your audience, especially on social media. Talk about that. Yeah, no, I think people are just like, well, I posted it. So I did right. I posted my podcast. Somebody's going to see it. You have to engage with people. You have to follow like pages like yours. You have to respond very quickly to comments because, you know, the Instagram algorithm is crazy. But Instagram likes when people engage. Like, that is just key to getting your content seen more. So just make sure you're doing at least that. Can you give a couple of, uh, so I know who you are, but they probably don't. Like Mm -hmm. a proper introduction of what you're doing right here in the the media platforms that you own. Sure. So um, my main job, I'm managing editor for Bossup.com. I also do some influencing on my own. Um, and then I do uh, television opportunities. So I make television appearances on shows just on Married at First Sight on Lifetime. And I do like pop culture commentary. I pop up on TV, give my take on it, and yeah, go from there. I used to do radio. That's actually how I met Ryan Cameron. I started in radio. Well, first of all, let's go back. I, I met Ryan when I was 14 here in Atlanta. 
And then I went to college at Hampton University. Um, yeah, thank you. And um, while I was there, Ryan gave me a scholarship. I didn't even apply for the scholarship. He just kind of gave it to me because I was like, I don't want to take it from somebody else. And he was like, child, take this damn money. So anyway, so he gave me a scholarship when I was at Hampton, um, mm -hmm. which was great. Did radio for all four years, came out and really just started grinding here in Atlanta in the media space. Had several internships at B103 Atlanta. Um, and yeah, it just led me to where I am now. So. so what do you see as far as this space of influencer? Like mm -hmm. it's a whole new economy, yeah. right? Uh, it, and it came out of nowhere. I remember um, I remember when social media was just looked at like it's a game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now it's a real money maker. Yeah. So like as podcasters or content creators, who are you seeing the people that are doing a really good job at monetizing that? Because I know y'all work with a lot of those people in, in your field and stuff. Like what are some of the characteristics of those? If I'm trying to do this full time, I'm trying to get this money, and I'm really trying to be taken serious in this space, okay. how do I get there? Um, some people to look at that I've seen grown, um, if you guys know Lur and Lionel, I don't know if you ever seen their podcast, they are based out of like Philadelphia, it's a sex podcast, and they started out very small, now they're touring across the country, they're doing an amazing job, and I just think they're a testament to what I was saying about consistency, because every single day they have just new little quick clips for you to watch, I mean sometimes three and four a day. So to me, seeing how hard they work at their podcast and seeing it grow, I'm like, wow, that's really amazing work. Um, other people, there are people who I've seen get their podcasts acquired. I think um, Gia Peppers is another really great one. Um, so she is another black woman in media. She's a journalist as well. And so she just started doing her own work by herself, doing her own podcast. It got acquired by Radio One. Now it's national. So these are just a testament to people who really just went out there and just really like attacked that space and it worked for them. That's what's up. That's what's up. So today, what we said, we wanted to, uh, one, we want to have a good time. I've definitely enjoyed y'all. We had a really good time with everybody. Yes. But this is. This is the time where we want to give to y'all. We want to give back to the audience and have a good time. So do we have those names? They, they're coming up. They're coming up. As we get I, some of those names, they're coming up. Um, we're going to put them in a little bucket. Did everybody get a chance to put their name in this bucket? Because don't get mad if you can get a chance to win. Raise this was hand. this was for the strugglers. Strugglers. <laughs> and the doers. And the doers. Right. Strugglers and the doers. All right. All right. We got that? Yep. All right, boom. I'm gonna let Danny pick. So I'm, I'm mixing it up because you know how I need to be at now. They put their homeboy on top. <laughs> okay. We let Danny do it because y'all ain't gonna fight her. Yeah. Pass the offense. And thank everybody for coming. Thanks everybody for coming. I see some people from the uh, podcast festival we met. Thank y'all for coming for show for show. I see some Virgos in the building. That's what's up. Okay. Uh, oh, this is. Blank. Okay, hold okay, on. Okay, somebody didn't write their name. All right, let's see. <laughs> I don't know, make sure you look on the other side. I'm no, mad. I did. No, it's both sides. It's both sides. <laughs> I'm be mad if you don't put me no, in no, there. No, 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 I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. It's blank. It's what, completely blank. What okay, are we giving one. away? Okay. Okay. What? Pardon me if I say this incorrectly. I think it's Moise Michael, Michael, M O I S E, M I C H E L. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, give that's a word right First there. First thing, we'll, we'll give Gra you a prize. Give them, grab one of the bags, the bags. Somebody got the bag. She got two it. of them bags, two it. of them. Just grab them, two of them. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
All right, we're going to go again. We're going to draw again. We're going to draw again. Right there, Moore, is that yeah, right there? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. So she, yeah, That's for your uh, guests, my brother, when you are podcasting, if you want some premium headphones so they can hear each other. Now, look, this 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 is actually a big deal because when we first started, y'all know Keith, he a little ghetto. Uh, <laughs> when we first started, Not a little. Keith was telling, he was telling all the guests. Bring your own headphones. <laughs> <laughs> look here, bro. We only got two headphones, one for me. One for my boy. You just starting out. Uh, and make sure it's the good headphones because, you know, we want you to be able to hear. And if you don't bring them, it's all right. You just won't be able to hear nothing. Right. right. just said, not No, we got to do this. So we hope that takes your production to the next level, brother. For sure. Next for sure. name, next name. Okay. This one. I'm sorry, y'all. S-A-Y-U-R-I. Sayuri? Sayuri? All right, all right. And, and stay standing when you get your bag so we can take our take our shot. Take That's all right. Shot. You actually get something else. It's not, it, it actually didn't come here late. You get two road podcast mics. Oh. Um, take your audio to the next level. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So the, the microphone that Danny's on right yeah. now. So the, micro the, the microphone that Danny's microphone. on, and we got you two uh, mic stands as well. Yeah. So sponsored by uh, Rode. Right, exactly. Rode. Thank you, Rode, for Thank sponsoring you, Rode. us. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Holla at it. Holla at it. All right. For the big one. Shake that up one more time. Shake it up one more time. For the big one. For the big one. For the big all right, one. All right. All right. All right. Where is it at right now? We Let's got it. See. All right. This one feels good. Uh, this is, I don't know if it's Casey or Case. K-A-C-E Coke. Case Coke. Hey. Case Coke. Case Coke. Case Coke. Case Coke. First of all, I only look, look, Case, you are winning a brand new Roadcaster Pro mixing board for your Ooh, podcast, my brother. A whole mixing board. Wow. Uh, uh, where is that? <laughs> you gotta come up here, bro. Wow. You gotta come up here and get that. You gotta come up. Wow. That's beautiful. I just. This is important, brother, because uh, it's gonna—it's definitely gonna take it to the next level. If you listen to our podcast, all the sounds that we do—it's uh, a lot of effects that can happen to it. So, best of luck. What's the name of your podcast? Oh. Give him, give him a mic. Hey, the microphone. Yeah, yeah, you can go over there. Get out my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, how y'all doing every day? Um, how y'all doing every day? How y'all doing, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm Case. Uh, I go by Cool Cat Case. Um, I actually, I don't have a podcast. I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. And give um, my thing back. Give my thing back, man. Give <laughs> my shit. Give my shit, shit, man. That's what I was trying to tell you. I'm like, come on. Why you had to say that, man? I feel, I feel <laughs> well, like Boosie, man. Why you gotta say that, dog? Why you gotta say that, man? Come on, man. Ah, right, you an artist. You can still it. Roadcasters can be used for music. All right, but keep going, keep going. Um, but um, what I wanted to say to uh, Eldridge is um, actually I'm a friend of Cody's, and ever since you picked up Cody, I've basically been watching and living my your podcast vicariously through him. Aww. So it's like every time, like it was like late nights, and I go over to Cody's house because I edit music videos and stuff with him too. So it's like he's over there working on Eldridge's podcast. It'd be like, oh man, we. It's your day off. What you doing, man? I'm working on the podcast and yeah, this, that, and the third. But like, man, just to watch the hustle, you know, just to watch the hustle, just to watch the grind, and like, 
to see where it was and like where it is now. I'm a fan, dog. I'm, Thank just, you, man. Give it, y'all give it up for Cody. <laughs> We don't give him no off day. <laughs> we be working that way. Uh, on this next one, we want to we want to be uh, respectful for the, to the time because um, I am kind of a kind of pivot on the last thing. It's good. Let's do it. You still want to do, do, bro? This, bro, this is all right. So this look. So this is what we're gonna do. This, this is what we're gonna how do. We do. We about to take a, a brief intermission. All right. In this intermission, what I want you to do, we are going to do the official drawing for the produce podcast by Just Elders Media. You will get free, fully produced podcast from video to audio, produced by our team. Uh, what's going to happen is we're going to do a drawing. How many people are we pulling out? So we're going to pull out five people. Five right? people. Because we're doing five episodes. Five people. They're going to pitch. And you're going to pitch your podcast to the You're going to pitch your podcast audience. to the audience. And the audience is going to choose which podcast gets the five produced wow. shows. So what's going to happen, we're about to do a brief intermission. If you want to do it, uh, let's get a, a sign-up sheet going where somebody can, uh, people can come over here. Boom. Go, go to, to my Paulette. mother. Put your name down. If we draw you one of the five names, you're going to pitch, and the crowd is going to pick it. DJ Knox, let's rock. And let me get something to eat. Right. Danny, y'all give it up for Danny, y'all. Give it up. Give it up. Thank you. I let Keith read out loud. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're not gonna produce it. <laughs> hey, Amen. Right, uh, Actually, right, so look, this is how we're about to do it, y'all. We're about to draw five names. Those five names are gonna come up and pitch, and the crowd is gonna decide what podcast they would like to hear. Just Eldridge Media will produce these in our studio, so it look and sound just like ours. Cool. You wanna do, you wanna do the pitch first or the shout out? What we gonna do? Huh? You wanna do the pitch five five people? Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. Y'all see it live. All right, f- first person to come up on stage. Matter of fact, all five of y'all come up. Come we'll same do it one time. At a time. Matter of fact, line up right there on that mic. All right, first person we got is Brittany Dobbins. Brittany hey! Dobbins. Okay, okay. Winner, okay. winner, chicken right. dinner. Stand right there, stand right there. She's next a person. so I'm already biased. Next, next person, next person, next person, next person. 
Let's see, let's see. Mike Headley. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, hey, hey. My, my boy pulled me to the side and said, boy, I'm a podcaster too. Y'all need to have me on that stage. There hey, you I go. like this. I like there this. There you go. All right, let's see. Do not pull that rapper. Oh, yeah, I ain't, yeah I'm, not, I'm not pulling him. <laughs> he had a roadcaster, so he had to pull up to the studio. Okay. Uh, that all right, this off. is a long one. <laughs> the Beauty Plug. Try a cool. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> so not beautiful, beautiful plug. Okay, okay. We had two more. We had two more. We had two more. Let's stir it up. Stir it up. All right. Let's see who we got here. This is a good competition right here, y'all. It is. Oh, he's already a winner. Let's see. So he had a roadcast. Uh. Michael Soul Cortez. Oh, okay. okay. Hey. All right, all right, all it's right. Otis. <laughs> all right, and last. Yeah. Last one, last one, last one, last one, last one, last one. This is good. Sheldon Harris, straight shot strategy. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Look, before we do this, all right, look, y'all get y'all mind right. Get your pictures right. Before we do this, let's do our shout outs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can go. All right. So, my shout outs today, man. Um, my pops is in the building. Mr. King. Shout out my pops. Your pops. But look good, building. man. My pop in the building. Your pops is in the building. Shout out. Cousin Troy in the building. Shout out. Mark is in the building. Shout out. We ain't here without you, my boy. Hey, now, Mark. We got to say it, man. We, um, we was video, we was audio for a long time. Long time. I always wanted to get the video. Uh, episode, well, technically episode 22, that live, our first live podcast, Mark recorded. So you can check that out there. Um, but then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you stay DJ. And uh, episode 52 is when we started getting on video. So Mark got us started. So appreciate the Mark too. Shout out to Mark. We got Maul in the building. Y'all already know. Uh, my boy Mojo in the building, Tapped In Studios. Now, he definitely came in the clutch for me today. If y'all looking for another studio space, you got the Russell Center, you got our center, Tapped In Studios, tap in. And uh, who else we got in the building? A lot of y'all that we met at the podcast festival. Y'all yeah, came through, Yeah, if we met you at the podcast festival, We met you at the podcast festival. Appreciate y'all coming Yay! through. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Hey, Hopefully. look, my, my sister right there with a the fro. I really wanted your name to get dropped. We're gonna, we gonna work regardless. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we are. We, we need them cars though. pulled, you know what I'm saying? Tell yeah, me yeah, what's, like, what's going on for the Scorpios. Right. She's uh, really good. She's yeah, good. she she's good. Um, and Miss Chrissy in the building. Shout out Miss Chrissy in the Ms. building. Chrissy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's hey, look, Miss Chrissy showed up and Keith quit on her. No, 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 no. Look, Miss Chrissy, no, it's love. I didn't quit on Miss Chrissy. Miss Chrissy, know what's up. He quit on West Coast. <laughs> I ain't quit on West Coast either, Derek. See, <laughs> okay. All right, Derek gone. See, I quit on West um, But yeah, shout out to Miss Chrissy. Uh, one for the time that. She put in and let me develop my skills while on the clock, just a little low key. We wouldn't be here today, so I appreciate that, Miss Chrissy, for sure. And uh, Milani's in the building, Sabi's in the building, the uh, young boys is in the building. Everybody's a part of the team is in the building. I uh, really appreciate you, Milani. You already know Saba coming up on 100 episodes. She about to be a goat. You know, episode 72. Saba so. about to be a goat. Yeah. Check out her podcast every Tuesday. We're the party out every Tuesday. We got some hot. 
Yeah, we got some hot stuff going. So, man, do my shout-outs, man. My, uh, shout my shout-out, first of all, to all of the Patronis. Thank y'all so much. Oh, I don't know how I forgot the Patronis. You know, you got know, a lot more. Matter those, fact, y'all those getting people, stuff first. Those people that are putting your money where your heart is, uh, we got you. When do you think y'all want on the merch table? It's y'all's. Just go. You deserve it. Um, that's why y'all in the front row, too. Shout with, out to with, Ed. This, with this horrible view with the cameras. <laughs> we love y'all, though. We love y'all. Um, so the Patronis for one, uh, the young wolves in the back, the young for boys sure, in the back. Sure. We love y'all. Who gave them boys a pie? We love them. We love them. Uh, all of the vendors, everybody that's making this happen. You see all these cameras in the room. You see the DJ, the chef, everybody that made this event happen. The Russell Center. Thank you. Give it up for the Russell Shout Center. Shout out to the Russell Center for sure. Um, my mom and dad, my siblings, my family. Uh, Miss Paulette got a show too. Shout yeah, out. My mom That's got a podcast. Every Sunday. I'm just Elder. She's simply Paulette. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like that? Y'all like that? Um, and just look, y'all, man, this this person, when they came in, I knew today was going to be a good day because we had a lot of challenges starting the day. I was up to 5 o'clock this morning uh, trying to get stuff together. But when I seen this person walk in, I was knew that everything was gonna be okay. Look to the person and say, he talking about you. <laughs> like when I seen y'all get here, man, it really made my day. Thank y'all so much. Cause y'all gotta realize we live in Atlanta. You know what that means? It's a million things going at one time. And it's a beautiful day today. <laughs> so y'all could have been anywhere, but y'all chose to be with us on Sunday when y'all could have been twerking at brunch over French toast. Like like, 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 it, ain't, it, it ain't too late. Nah, you know uh, what I'm saying? Like, that's why I know we gotta do open bar. We gotta compete with something. Uh, <laughs> we gotta uh, compete with something. So the fact that y'all came, I really liked it. Um, uh, this is it. This is that time. So these people right here. Hold on, hold on. I thought you was about to say something else too. And not, not to forget, Nina. Shout out to Nina. Two, three, and look. Two, four, three. Two, four, three, Cole. Let me tell you why Nina's so important. She's the person I call when I just need help, and she just makes it all happen. Like, I give her $3, and the event is together. <laughs> now, y'all can't give her $3. Y'all going to have to give her some real money. You know what I'm saying? But Nina is always just a magic worker, man. And I was literally able to just show up before and just pull up. So that's... You can't do that without Nina. So. And last but not least, <laughs> hey, Cody, you know you're my favorite white boy, right? Hey, <laughs> hey man, shout out to Cody holding it down, man. Behind the scenes, you do audio, video, man, and Cody definitely is holding it down with the video. You see we got the screen on the top. We got Keith Cam now. You know what I'm saying? Didn't really want it, but you know we got it. And I, I rock with Cody, Cody, man. You know, I don't rock through the white boy. <laughs> That's a good one right there. He's my favorite one. That's a good one right there. Favorite one. Shout um, out, nah, man. Nah, Cody so. definitely. Um, and he be getting mad at me. He don't never say nothing because I be, yeah. I, know, I be extra as I don't know what. But Cody always make it happen, and he's always willing to solve a problem. That's what I love about Cody. For sure. So thank you, sir, and thank you to your wife for allowing us to work with. Cody. Always got to thank the spouse because when they got the spouse, it's like when we staying up, we got to record late, we got things to do. We appreciate you. <laughs> Just don't cuss them out when they come home. We're making a bag. We're making a bag. And shout um, out to everybody who's supporting us behind the scenes. For so, sure, yeah, I'm going to do sure. this now because I don't know how long this is going to take. Yes. Um, we do this every week on every episode. We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Jess Elders Podcast. This is episode 200. 200. <laughs> All right, so, uh, and we're still going to end it the right way. Huh? We're still going to end it the right way. Right, right, right. Um, but before we do the pitches, the last thing we got to say. Damn. Last thing. Damn. The, the, All right, so yeah. look. So the reason... Why we are doing this pitch? Hey, that's how I know I'm having a good time. I know. I mean, I ain't forget. I ain't forget because this is something that, you know, just Elders Media, is definitely something very important to me. Yeah. But especially off of the heels of uh, Ryan Cameron's conversation, right? And how he says, you know, if you're trying to build something, you see a blueprint. So we saw a blueprint, and we're following it. And then we want to lay a blueprint out for other people too. So want to join us in this podcast space. So you know, right now. In the in the age of internet, man, I hate coaching culture. Let me just be real. Is 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 predatory in my opinion. Uh, it's a lot of folk flexing, um, get in free, upsell to this, upsell to that, and it's not a lot of substance in it. And I was cool on coaching culture because it never really affected me until I start seeing it come over to the podcast space because a lot of people want to be podcasters. So me and Keith, we're just talking about our journey, man. On 200, we've seen a lot. We took a lot of L's. We lost a lot of money. Um, But along the way, we never gave up because we had each other. And uh, we built the community of people that was around us. So today, you see me and Keith, we're wearing these shirts. They say Just Pod. Just Pod is your new number one podcast community to help you start, grow, and scale your podcast to the next level. this podcast community, we, we'll be doing an official Just Pod launch soon. Uh, there is an application. Sean, can you uh, raise your hand? Sean, right there, he is our app developer. There's the app where you'll be able to go in there and watch original content. He's an ISOQ man, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, check him out. <laughs> uh, from what microphones to use, what cameras to use, uh, how to frame your uh, episodes, really just the information that we wish we had along the way. Uh, a community of podcasters that we can build and share each other episodes, do cross-promotional episodes together, uh, events monthly. Uh, one of our first events, we're going to do a, a, a creator, a podcaster free headshot day where we want you to just be able to get a new headshot to put on your LinkedIn, a new cover for your podcast cover. Uh, so a lot of this stuff is going to, this community is free uh, for now uh, to get y'all in. Uh, but when we say just pie, just pie is for those that you are doubting yourself, right? And you don't think you can do it. We're saying just pie. Like you are scared that nobody's going to download and listen. We're saying just pie. Like for you that keep giving up because you start and then you stop and then you start and then you stop, we're saying just pie. Like this community is for everyone that has a voice. Because your voice is important. Your story is important. And one thing about our voices and our stories, as especially as us as a people in our community, any type of encouragement, any type of strategy, any type of blueprint that we can give to each other to help us in this experience that we're living in this world, we got to put it out there. And we want to do our part to help those voices get known. So just pod, you will get an official announcement about it. If you did not register, go register because we need your email. All I'm telling you is once we drop this, I need y'all to put it out there and really blow it up because we want everybody to be able to do what these people are about to do. And 
not just the host. If you are a podcast producer, if you are a videographer, if you're behind the scenes, if you see your partner got a podcast and you want to know, how can I help? Just pod is also going to be for you. Uh, we want people to look at podcasting, like how people kind of look at the tech space, right? There is a job and a role for you somewhere, right? So just find out and just pod, you know? So we definitely want to build up the front end and the back end because we need producers as well. We need somebody to learn how to work these roadcasters yeah, and get this voice out. You need a you need a, you need a Keith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do need group. But look, you need a Keith. You in it? You need a Keith. Like I can be real, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have a Keith because I I'm the type I don't want to learn nothing new. <laughs> like <laughs> I can be honest, you know what I'm saying? But I do my part, you know. You know, you, you tell me the equipment you, you definitely need. Do your part. I get the equipment. Like you show up and speak. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, bro, just pie. Hey, just pie. Tell y'all, I just pie, and I want y'all to just pie. You know what I'm saying? So. so we will be doing an official announcement of that. Thank you for reminding me. I'm having that much fun. I completely forgot. So with that being said, um, how you want to do the criteria on the people? Like, oh, uh, we gonna just let them pitch. Y'all gonna pitch. The crowd gonna one hear. minute. One minute. One minute after the minute is up. Yeah. After, yeah, I'm yeah, about you can I'm keep about, the time. I'm about to put the time up right now. Yeah, you gonna keep the time. One minute, you gonna pitch, right? So after it, everybody goes, after everybody goes, we're gonna do it Apollo style. We're gonna line them up. And put your hand above, and y'all make noise for the person that should get it, the loudest, most noise. So we got, we got you, bro. We be professionals. Uh, so when we get it started, y'all go ahead and pitch. All right. Grab the microphone. Let everybody know who you are, and then your time is going to start. Y'all press the button. Hey, hey, touch. Hey, how's everybody doing? All right. All right, awesome. Um, first, some kudos to you brothers for um, – Writing this, doing this here, this is a wonderful thing. Uh, my name it. is Mike Headley. The name of my podcast is the Headley Group Real Estate Show. I'm a okay. You got you about to start right now. Okay. Um, my name is Mike Headley. The name of my podcast is the Headley Group Real Estate Show. I'm a licensed real estate professional. Been in business about 15 years. Uh, own my own real estate brokerage. I'm in the Charlotte Market, North Carolina. And sold over about 35 homes in my and since I've been in the business, but I've seen the need for African Americans where they didn't know about how to get in real estate. Uh, they didn't know about investing. When you license, what exactly you do, what brokerage you join. So I started the podcast. Now we're on our 89th episode. We produce everything in-house. I pay for everything in-house. And and what the brother said about starting off, listen, it's just you. If you look at my early episodes, I mean, excuse my language, they was crappy as shit, right? But I stayed consistent, and I stayed with the game plan. And what I did after a while is I hired a college student, right? And I said, listen, I'm going to pay you about 10 bucks an hour. Help me out with my editing. And, and as a result, it's been going and going. But support me, support the show, and again, thank everybody for listening Time. to me. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right, tell us your name, and then we're going to start. Okay. Um, hey, y'all. Thank you so much for this opportunity also, by the way. Uh, my name is Trey Aquia. I also go by the beauty plug. Beauty is spelled with an I instead of a Y. You can also follow me on Instagram at the beauty plug. All right. And starting now. 
All right, so my podcast is actually called The Beauty Plug, because there's so many beauty plugs in the city of Atlanta, and I want to highlight and show that in my podcast. So this opportunity would give me that opportunity to bring on guests also to the podcast and like celebrity stylists. Um, I already have contacts set up for that. So it would really help the ball get going faster if I won this opportunity. Um, it is called the beauty plug and beauty is spelled with an I before intention. I put intention in everything that I do. So this is going to also help you learn about your hair, how to take care of your hair um, from a professional stylist point of view. I'm a master cosmetologist. I've been in this industry for 15 years, and I'm just here to Atlanta to share love, light, and hair grease. So I hope that y'all pick me <laughs> to do this podcast, because uh, I definitely want to um, just see more beautiful people shine, their light bright, and you know. Time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I like it. Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. All right. Hey, everybody. My name is Michael Soul Cortez, and I'm the founder of Story Medicines Publishing, as well as podcasting. That nigga won. <laughs> I shouldn't call you up. <laughs> we ain't cutting to your time yet. Go ahead. All right. All right. All right. All right. Time. Starting now. The podcast industry is projected to be an $11 billion industry this year. And what blue oceans do we have in the podcast industry? Many people are doing interviews, having guests on the show, but what about narrative podcasting? That is where I come in. I heal the sickness of the question with the medicine of the story. That is why I write story medicines and answer questions that people's souls may have but may not know where to find. With me, you can have that with story medicines. Think of a time when you had a burning question in your soul and you didn't have a direct answer, but you went and saw your grandmother, your grandpa, maybe an elder in your family, and they told you a story. That is a story medicine, and that is what I do. On my show, I will interview other authors, helping them to create blue ocean strategies, and I will teach people how to write books just from my podcast. We'll start with the principal essence, the rising action, the climax, the falling action, then go to the denouement. Oh, my bad. Anyways, time. yes. And that is time, all. Time, if you'd like to reach me, I'm on Instagram at story underscore. Hey, time, time. Time, time, time. Appreciate it, appreciate it. All right, look. I'm telling y'all, I'm, I'm saying that five seconds, so you know you got five seconds left. So, all right, brother, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> see, why you playing? Hey, <laughs> you ready? Hey, look. <laughs> Yeah. See, 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 you gotta stand up, bro. I would have came out like, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> All right, tell us your name before we get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Sheldon Harrison. I'm also known as Sheldon, the marketing strategist. All right. Oh, it's really his voice. He has some competition, bro. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh -oh. All right, time started now. So, as I said, my name is Sheldon, but I'm also known as DJ Shellshock because I'm also a DJ. And, <laughs> right. So there's two things that DJs usually know about well, that's drinks and parties. Two main things that we are really big on. And I noticed that oftentimes at the end of parties, that's when the realest conversations happen. I'm talking about after 1 a.m. I'm talking about after 2 p.m. I'm talking about 3 p.m., lights are dim, it's really just the real niggas in the back having a conversation 
about the community, about investing in the community, about entrepreneurship, about men's mental health, things that actually matter. So I hope that you could all join me on After the Party podcast, where after the party, we talk about some really great stuff to benefit the community and ourselves. Hey, he did it under time. All right. All right. All right. You I appreciate that. Song. Last but not least, let's get it. I ain't going to lie. If she bought that jacket, she won. Save the best for last. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I you told your name, beautiful. So I was channeling my just Eldridge Media. I'm already part of the team. We have merch out there in the front for sale, y'all, by the way. Yeah, yeah. She ain't none of y'all, none of the good people that pitch bought nothing. Yeah, she won. Yeah, she won. <laughs> All right, tell us your name. Brittany Dobbins. All right, Brittany Dobbins, we're starting your time now. now. All right, thank you for tuning in to The Legal Truth with Brittany Dobbins, your resident legal expert. I have worked on several high-profile cases, which include the Trump University case, Meg the Stallion's case against her label, and the Blurred Lines case. I want you to follow one rule when you are in this podcast, and that is to just tell the truth. How I want you to feel during this podcast is that you can come in and ask questions about the law and why it doesn't make sense. (laughs) The (laughs) guest will be individuals from all different areas, industries, and professions, and they will get to discuss the legal nuances with me and we'll make it make sense. Time on the board. Hey. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. You know, drinks done kicked in. All right, so everybody, everybody who pitched, all right, come up to the stage. All five stage. come to the stage. Uh, we need our very own. Uh, uh, what's, what, what's, what's it called? Uh, what's the name from? All right, I ain't gonna lie. Huh? What what you pick his name out the hat. Huh? You can pick his name out the hat. You want to hear his pitch? Yeah. Go ahead and pitch. Hey, y'all want, my da- y'all want my daddy to pitch? Go ahead and pitch, man. All right, all right, We got a little pitch. We got a pitch. Now, this is some shit right here. <laughs> you drunk? Testing one, two. Testing. Hold on, hold on. Tell the people your name. My name is Eldridge, Eldridge Washington. I'm the original Eldridge, okay? <laughs> but listen, I came to my son and Keith about two years ago. And I told him that I was going to start a pack podcast. And uh, I pitched it to him back then. And they said, wow, that's good, man. Let's do it. But you know what? I'm glad I didn't back then. Because two years ago to this present day, there's been a lot of podcast podcasts out here. And people has been doing I'm about to start your time now. Incredible. Yeah, your time been, your time been started. started hey, I'm not, I don't even have to win, but I just want to just share this with you. <laughs> I am going to start a podcast. But them drinks and is good. I told my son I was going to start this two years ago. But today, after getting with several of my friends, guys that such as myself, we decided we're going to start a podcast, and it's going to be called The Entrepreneur's Closet. And the only reason why, because I'm an entrepreneur. Been that all my life, that's all I know. I got several friends who've done things such as myself, started businesses, never worked for nobody over 35 years, done everything from retail to uh, all kind of stuff, chocolate factories, 
uh, all kind of crazy stuff. But I did it because I knew one thing you about had it. kids. That you had kids, for one, and I had six of them. And these Damn. six kids was very demanding. Damn. And I appreciate every single one of them, like my son, Eldridge. All I'm right. real proud of you today. And I want to tell you that I told you two years ago that I was coming, and I'm coming. Okay. Eldridge, <laughs> I'm coming after you. <laughs> Deion Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> my dad said he ain't hard Pops, you ain't finna pitch your podcast too, is you? <laughs> I ain't hard to find. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> nah, I mean, what? Nah, oh, I'm what? Oh, shit. Keep, this keep daddy, y'all. The original Keith. Let go, Miss Keith. That was my jacket say Keith, too. Hey, hey let, me say, let me say this, y'all. Hold on before you go, Miss Keith. Y'all need to really listen to this podcast. Because... It, you will grow if you listen to this podcast. Prime example, nobody listened to my podcast more than Keith. He edits it. And when Keith started, he was bald like his daddy. Keith, look at you now. Look at the growth. Look at the growth. So I just want to let y'all know, this is a podcast that'll grow. You're yeah, you going to grow. You're going to grow. All right, let's go, Miss Keith. Good evening, everybody. Like you said, that's my son, Keith. He's a... Uh, Junior. But yeah, I figure my, which one my, I would. My, my, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, think first. My podcast would be helping fathers, single fathers, raise their kids by themselves. Wow. I was a single father by myself with three kids. Yeah, he was. And Keith and I always talk about entrepreneurship. I've been a restaurant manager for 30 years. I'm retired now, so I don't do nothing. Drive Uber Eats, that's all I do. But my podcast is just to help other black fathers stop the pipeline from black youth going to jail. I'm working on that. And God put that in my spirit to help black youth stop that pipeline. Because that's what happens with the black youth, young men, and women as well. They get in that pipeline and they don't know how to get out. Yeah. So that's one thing, Keith and Elgin. So like, Doing what they do, tell them to keep on going. Appreciate you, Pop. Man. Hey. Shay. Dig through the crates. We hey. talk about it all the time. My dad definitely told me to stop rocking with Eldridge. But, <laughs> but it was only because Eldridge didn't know that I quit my job just to go with them to New York because I didn't like my job. And I knew entrepreneurship was the way. So Eldridge said, bro, you got time? I said, bro, I got all the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I can go. <laughs> and I came back. My dad said, you had time? I said, yeah, I got all the time. I quit the job. And my dad said, all right, you running behind that damn Eldridge. Uh, <laughs> you need to be careful. And I said, nah, Pops, I ain't going to lie. I done got into some mess before, but Eldridge is the truth. And we working on something, and this thing going to be big. And then he supported it. And then he supported it. As soon as I said that, my dad said, okay, that's what you going to do. You can get out the house, but I'm going to support you. And we've been rocking ever since, huh? Hey, man. It all right. Appreciate so, appreciate you, Mr. Keith. And uh, thank you to the bartender, because she... <laughs> yeah, she, she, everybody she got right, niggas right? acting unusual. All right, so everybody line up, all five of the uh, pitch competition. All right, let's go. Let's, let's see who's going to win. All five of y'all line up, line up, line up. We're going to do this uh, Apollo style. Apollo no, the style. Cr the crowd is judging. 
All right. The crowd gonna judge. Uh, who, who, yeah, we need somebody pretty. Who who gonna uh who's gonna come on up here? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, she said I'm pretty. What fuck you talking about? All right. Fuck you. Put mean, your, uh, all right, making make your noise. Whoever gets the loudest noise is going to win. Five episodes produced. Video audio. Podcast. We're gonna chop it down to the uh final two. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll chop it down to the final two. All right, let's go. First up. I need more noise. Y'all can do better than that. It's it's between Brother in the Yellow and Sister in the Great Jacket, y'all. Everybody else, thank you for your time. Please have a seat. All right, y'all, the final two. You all decide. Real estate. Who walks away with five well professionally produced podcasts? Now, I'm going to tell them the fine print when y'all leave. (laughs) (laughs) Like, could have been records. Fuck off a <laughs> All right. Y'all let go. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like the crowd has spoken. The people have spoken. The people have spoken. All right, give it a uh Brittany, have a seat. Have, have a seat, Brittany. Have a seat. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank, thank you, you, brother. Thank Get you. Get out thank my stage. Thank you, brother. <laughs> You got our information. Yeah. And everybody who pitched, y'all got our information, man. Reach that out. That man got a podcast pod. anyway. Pod. I would have been mad if you would have won for real. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing, though. All right, Brandon. Congratulations. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? Pull, pull the microphone a little bit closer. Pull, pull the microphone closer. in. You know what I'm saying? All right. Close enough. There you go. All right. We're super, we super ready. Just want to give you a thank you, acceptance speech to the people, and what you about to do for them in your podcast. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate all of you. Apparently, I'm too close. I'm not good at this yet. Bear with me. That's what I vow, that I (laughs) I will get better at this and provide quality content for everybody, and you can't do it without fans, so I hope you all will tune in. All right, y'all give it up. Y'all voted for us, so y'all better tune in. All right, we appreciate that, Brittany. Brittany, we thank you so much. We appreciate you. Y'all thank y'all for uh, voting for this young lady. She went. Um, We'll do that. I got to talk to Key, because, you know, I can't be making I'm, can I be real with y'all? His name just Elder, but Keith really make all the decisions. <laughs> he be producing them, so I, I be wanting to give away. Let's give away ten. Nah, but he the one doing it. Uh, <laughs> I just show up, you know, shake your hand and sign the paperwork. You know? uh, but nah, uh, thank welcome y'all to Death so Row. <laughs> uh, Manad, man, thank y'all. This is this has been really fun, man. This is this is really no, good. No, thank man. y'all for real. I appreciate it. Uh, if y'all could just do us a favor, uh, moving forward as we go forward to episode two hundred one, um, get behind us. You know, if you could, yeah, like. There like, we go. That won't talk Comment. About. Huh? Yeah, bro, come sit right here, bro. Come on. Oh, you got your own mic. You get nah. But yeah, like, like, comment. Subscribe, uh, share, share, become a, a Patroni. Right now, go buy a shirt. 
Ain't it. nobody had to pay for nothing today, but it definitely costs some money. You know what I'm saying? Go buy a shirt, show some love, and really just get behind not only us, but every black podcaster that is doing something positive in this world where we don't have a lot of positivity on the airways. So. Yeah, um, you kind of just wrapped up what I was going to say. My name is DJ Knox. If you haven't met me yet. DJ Hi guys. Knox. Hi guys. Y'all been to a Just so, LGBT yeah, yeah, right, You're going right. to see DJ no, no, Knox. I was going to say, no, th- thank you. Thank both of y'all because the reason I do a lot, I get paid very well to do a lot. But this brother in particular, um, we met at the Village Market before COVID and all of that. He's like, no, we're going to work. And I was like, all right, whatever, because people say that all the time. But ever since, that was what, 2018, 19? 2019. I can't even count the amount of gigs and opportunities he's provided for me. You see what I'm saying? So when I come here and I'm doing all of this and I'm trying to carry this and I'm doing more than just DJing, it's because I care because I know he cares. He cares about our community more than anybody else. You see what I'm saying? So it's hard to find that because I feel the same way. So when I meet him and I meet Keith and he was like, oh wait, y'all get it? Cause I get it and we get it together. So we gonna continue to get it together. Nice. See what I'm saying? So I'm saying that as somebody in the background today, but used to being in the forefront, support, 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 support. Cause it's not just a one way thing with these brothers. It's circular. It's conventional and it makes sense for us. And that's why I just wanted to say that because I appreciate y'all. Because, you know, it's hard getting me out on a Sunday, man. I was already working this morning. So <laughs> I just wanted to salute them for real, for real, all jokes aside. <laughs> um, and I could go into some more stories, but that was, I think that's the gist of it. Support us, support them because they support us. All right, I'm going. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that was up, man. You know, the other way hey, to end hey, it, man. man. It's, it's all hearts and mind clear. Um, look, again, we thank y'all, man. We love y'all. But most importantly, we need y'all. We can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Just Elders Podcast. Just Keith, I love you, brother. I love you too, man. Brother. I look forward to the next 200. Hey, man, I feel like we just started. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.